Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are completely free. Tonight, it's Ian with you, by the way. And Mark. All right, so 800-259-9231, kind of working out some technical issues there. But people should, we, they should know that this is the live Saturday edition. We are here. We are live. And we will you, take your calls. Everybody out there um, on the radio, the, the talk show hosts, they're all taking the weekend off. They're sitting by the pool, sipping their margaritas, and here we are bringing you a radio show. Yeah, that's right. In fact, we actually announced last night that we're launching a live Sunday show. So Free Talk Live is going to be live all week long, and it's not going to be a radio show in the beginning, but uh, we're going to be doing it internet only. So those of you that uh, have listened online, you will be able to get an extra three hours of content every week beginning tomorrow night. Uh, so keep that in mind. You can get details over at uh, Free Talk, I think, or the Free Talk Live Facebook page, facebook.freetalklive.com. 1-800-259-9231. There's been a story that uh, has been in the news. We haven't really had a chance to get into detail on it. It's about the seven-year-old girl who was shot and killed by the police. And, of course, the police were busy doing a raid. Uh, what was the raid about? I heard it wasn't drugs this time. Yeah, it was, uh, as I understand it, they were looking for a murder suspect. And they, they, they were one of two locations that he could have been in. They had a warrant for both locations. Uh, let me read the story to you. All right. So this AP? is yeah. This is from the Associated Press. So this isn't some accusation leveled on the internet by some blog, uh, you know, writer. Which I've read those before, and sometimes I believe them. Detroit police who carried out a raid on a family home that left a seven-year-old girl dead over the weekend were accompanied by a camera crew for a reality television show, and an attorney says the video of the siege contradicts the police account of what happened. I didn't realize this was captured on video. Jeffrey Feger, an attorney for the family of the young Anaya Jones, uh, said that he has seen three or four minutes of the video of the raid, although he declined to say whether or uh, it was shot by the crew for the A&E series, The First 48, which has been shadowing Detroit homicide detectives for months. Police have said uh, officers threw a flash grenade through the first floor window of a two-family home that an officer's gun discharged, killing the girl during a struggle after colliding with the girl's grandmother inside the home. And so often when you see uh, mistakes made by the police, they, uh, you know, they, they don't have cameras. Although some uh, a police department, I think it was San Diego, has uh, started having their police officers wear um, cameras on them. Mm-hmm. And often, even when they do have the video or, you know, the video has been taken, somehow it gets damaged or whatever when the when the police officer has done something wrong. It just it doesn't make it outside of the the, the hands of, Funny of how the police department. But in this case, uh, they were you know they had a camera crew along, and this the what they they I read this story when it came out, and that's what they said. They said that there was a collision with of of course this uh, you know the the police officer coming through the door, that the grandmother was you know in the way of a you know it's a small home, and he ran into her his uh, MP5 discharges and uh, kills a seven year old their seven year old uh, her seven year old granddaughter. Anaya here, but apparently um, the video shows an officer lobbing the grenade and then shooting into the home from the porch. Wow! So he just throws the grenade through pop, and then pop, 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 yeah. lights the gun up. You know, and I understand this is a scary situation. I get that. 
However, that's what we're paying these guys for. I mean, this is they they signed up for the SWAT team. This that's mm-hmm. what they chose to do. And I, you know, those you know, we give them the best equipment money can buy. They have the the best uh, you know, bulletproof vests, the best weapons and everything, yeah. and they're supposed to have the kind of bravery it takes to go into the home and get the guy if that's what you're going to do. I mean, maybe they could have surrounded the place. I don't know. I'm not an expert on these things, but I am an expert enough to to say that it's probably not a good idea to stand from the porch and just shoot through the window. Especially uh, if you know that he's not the only one who's home. Uh, they didn't even, <laughs> they didn't even ha- know for sure he was in this unit. As a matter of fact, really? he wasn't. Oh, he wasn't wow. even in this house. Great detective work. Yeah. Well, I mean, how, how, I don't know how you're precisely going to know all these things. This isn't- uh, how about you stake the house out? I'm not, I look, like you say, I'm not a detective either, but in a lot of the cases where these police SWAT teams are used, and of course the original intent behind a SWAT team, the, when they formed the SWAT uh, organization, I think it was in the, what, the 80s, early 80s when SWAT really first started up? Well, SWAT is almost uh, entirely, um, at this point, uh, drug related. Drug rates. Yeah. But the original intent was to use them in a case where you hostage got some hostage yeah. or some sort of violent, uh, dangerous situation where you need to have the crack team of... Uh, People to come in and 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 take care of this. Uh, of course, now as you mentioned, it's used in in drug scenarios, and they claim that the reason they do it is well, you don't want the guy to flush all the drugs when you go in. And, you know, you don't want to knock on his uh, front door and have him flush all the coke, his pounds and pounds of cocaine down the toilet, as though that's possible in a short period of time. Uh, so they have their excuses for why they do this. Yeah, twenty thousand of them a year. Was it? I thought it was forty thousand. Was it forty thousand? Maybe I've got my math wrong. I'm They're sorry. doing it all the time. The, the, any old any old day in in the year, they are raiding a bunch of people's homes across the country and, and terrorizing. Ninety people. something percent of them are all drug related. Right, and uh, so, but but even this guy was a murder suspect, was he not? Well, of he, course, everybody's right, innocent until right. proven guilty. Okay, so but <laughs> if he was innocent until proven guilty, they certainly didn't take the precautions that one would expect to be taken when dealing with an innocent man or presumed innocent man. They they shot a flashbang in and then shot rounds into uh, live rounds into this man's home. Whereas you think with, in instances like this, and uh, you know, it's it's hard to second guess. Um, you know, the the entire situation. I think it's not a good idea to stand on the porch and just lob. Uh, you know, just shoot uh, rounds into a house mm-hmm. that you haven't been in and don't know what the situation, haven't ascertained what the situation is. And clearly, it didn't work because it killed a seven year old girl. But you'd think that rubber bullets would work in this um, scenario. Now, I'm I, I understand. You know why I why you wouldn't want to have rubber bullets when you go up against a guy who does have bullets, but if you get the drop on a guy first when you've got rubber bullets, you can still take care of them. Rubber bullets kill people, but don't. Yeah. But but you have a better chance of surviving if you get hit by a rubber bullet than you do by uh you know a, a lead one. Well, all I'm saying is with the the stakeout idea is that in most of these instances they don't know they're being they're coming. These people are caught off guard. This, this suspect in this case, all the drug dealers that they've busted in, over all the years, they probably weren't given a heads up that the cops were coming to raid them. So they're usually caught off guard. It wouldn't be hard to sit down the street and wait till they go to the grocery store, or the convenience store, roll up behind them and pull them over for a burnout taillight. You know how the cops can make that crap up. I mean, if they if they wanted to approach these situations with a little more caution and a little more care, it wouldn't be hard for them to uh, to implement that. Well, but uh, they don't. They want to get you're all talking psyched about, up. You're talking about them not having the uh, uh, responsibility for their actions. And, you know, 
I think that so first off, the guy who stands on the porch and just shoots in the window, he needs to be held responsible for his actions. But even if he does, his superiors aren't going to be held responsible for their actions, which is setting up the scenario in the first place when it could have been done differently. Oh, by the way, I've got an update. Since we're talking about cops uh, killing people, well, in this case, it's not about people, but the dog story where the cops came in. Again, this one was a drug raid. They caught like a... A guy with a bowl or something like yes, that. It was a drug raid, and the guy has uh, less less than a quarter ounce of marijuana. They uh, they come in, they raid his home, and they shoot. They execute his two dogs in front of his family, in front of his. Uh, like I heard it was just boy. the one dog that was in the crate, and it was the other little dog that survived. But maybe you know, okay. I, I think well, it, I heard it was do- two dogs. Maybe it's. The I think the one changed. dog just got shot. He definitely, they definitely did shoot and kill at least one dog in, a crate. in front of in, in a cage, a little boy mm-hmm. uh, that was in the in that house, in and, a, and and in a house that had uh, tile floors, as I understand. And so when these bullets are smacking against these tile mm. floors, do you think sh- any shrapnel flies up? Perhaps, know. you know, blind, you know, could Not very fly safe. into the eye and blind a child? Yeah, it doesn't seem like a safe place for a child. And, of course, they ended up charging him with child endangerment uh, as a result. Yeah, for having a child in the house where he had a bowl pack a of marijuana bit of um, because the cops could come in and shoot up his floor and kill his dogs, endangering the child. Right. Clearly, uh, the marijuana is far more dangerous to the child than the police coming in spraying bullets everywhere. So, but, but, but here's the news. Here's the news from the Lou Rockwell blog, LouRockwell.com's Will Grigg. In a May 20th news conference, Columbia, uh, Columbia, Missouri Police Chief Ken Burton announced that the department had exonerated itself of misconduct in the February 11th raid. He admitted <laughs> that, the officers, that the officers knew a child was present. Burton also stated that the decision to shoot the dogs was based on the safety priorities that SWAT author operators are taught to adhere to. So, no problem. Yes, if you see a dog, shoot it. And that's the rule. They love shooting dogs. 800-259-9231. They're shooting dogs for your your safety, citizen. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. And you can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. In the decades to come, hardy adventurers will colonize the solar system, rediscovering freedom and finding vast new wealth. But the government of Earth will seek to extend its power and claim that wealth as its own any way it can. Escape from Terra, Volume 1, the first trade paperback collection of the popular adventure webcomic series, is coming this July for $12.95 from Big Head Press at BigHeadPress.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up what you want. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And all the features that you'll find there are free. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for their websites. Ours, free. And I would say we've got more for free than they charge you for. Yeah, I think that's a pretty fair assessment. See it for yourself at freetalklive.com. In fact, it allows you, uh, the site, main feature of the site allows you to actually suggest things for us to talk about on the radio. And it's a really great little resource for people that are looking for maybe news items of a pro-liberty interest kind of perspective. Because that tends to be the skew of our, of our it's just certainly the skew of our internet uh, listening audience. Go to freetalklive.com, create a free account for yourself, and you can submit uh, news articles, videos, other things. They pop up on the website. Other listeners can then vote up or down on each item, and then the most popular items make it to the front page and the top of our website, meaning we're more likely to see them. In fact, the story about the seven-year-old girl getting shot and killed by the SWAT team, 
We found that from one of our listeners who posted it on our website at freetalklive.com. You know, the uh, late spring often springs a new flu bug on us. Well, I found a way to help prevent myself from getting run down this year and staving off that nasty bug that would slow me up. And here's Mike Buck all the way from Hawaii for Nature Bee to explain. Hello there, Mark, and you're right. Protect your health, folks. You take Nature Bee. It's beautiful. It's 100% natural. It's all organic vegetable food here. Every one of the 27 important vitamins and amino acids you need, all the minerals, all the antioxidants, strong immune systems come out of that deal. It's loaded. Enzymes, calcium, essential fats, proteins, magnesium, and look at this, not one single chemical or preservative. And I'm telling you, Nature Bee goes to work quickly. One of the first things you notice, a beautiful deep night's sleep, and then so much energy because you'll be nutritionally balanced, and that'll make you able to fight off those late springtime bugs Mark mentioned. Yeah, you know, I've noticed that my sleep's better now that I've been taking uh, Nature Bee too, Mike. And tell everyone how that they can order their own Nature Bee. It's a great yeah, product. That's, that's so easy. Look at this, gang. Simply call the Bee Line in toll-free New Zealand. A big six-month supply, just $99.95 plus delivery. We're going to get you a bonus for Free Talk Live listeners of three extra months for free, all with a 100% money-back guarantee. That's the deal. Make it happen by calling us toll-free in New Zealand. one 866 834-8355. That's the number. 1-866-834-8355. Or online at the website, Nature Bee. That's naturebee.com. Just like me, once you've tried Nature Bee, you'll spring right into summer, too. Call toll-free at 866-834-8355, naturebee.com. SWAT teams around the country raiding people's homes, killing uh, innocent things, killing in recent, just the last month, we've uh, we've heard stories that uh, have originated from this year about a seven-year-old girl being shot to death. Uh, as you pointed out, Mark, the, uh, the, the the true story, according to the video evidence, is uh, counter to what the police claim, which is typical. The police say one thing and the facts say another. Right. It, and it'd be one thing if we were told the truth. You know, there's been a terrible, terrible mistake here, and we take responsibility for it, and we're sorry, and our apologies go out to the family, and blah, 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 blah. But um, that doesn't that's not my experience of what I see in these stories over and over and over again. It seems like the cops, they, they circle the wagons, they, they say whatever they, they say, they get their story straight, and it often turns out that when videotape, when video shows up afterwards, the cops were lying. And that's the only way to put it. Yeah, so what happened in the case with the seven-year-old girl uh, where they were performing a police raid, they shoot a flashbang in, and then they actually just shoot, one of the cops at least, shoots live rounds into this family's home. Now, they were allegedly there for a suspected murderer, but that I don't think that justifies what they did in, in any way, shape, or form. There was a little girl in that house, and it was just a suspected murderer. Aren't there other ways to bring people to justice besides just the most absolutely uh, violent possible option? Can it, be, can it be any more violent and dangerous and, uh, and slipshod and crazy than the SWAT police raids? Could they be any more nutso? Well, the police are providing a service to the community. And if you, uh, by, by doing whatever it is that they're doing, right? And, you know, I want, I want the service of protection as much as anyone. However, um, yeah, this is not a service when it of comes protection. to service, what's going to provide you with better service? A monopoly or competition in that area? Competition. Well, there's no competition for the police. You've got to pay for this service. You don't have an option. And on top of that, there's no culpability for anything that anyone does. They have, in, they have uh, qualified immunity. In some case, they yeah. have sovereign immunity. They can do whatever they want. This is not protection. It's protection the law can't for touch the, them. It's protection for and by the police. It's not protection for us because at any moment, 
They could kick in your door. You may be sitting there saying to yourself, well, I'm not a wanted murderer. I'm not a drug dealer. I don't have to worry about this. There are certainly dozens of, uh, of botched uh, SWAT raids on completely innocent people. Oh, Wrong addresses. Uh, you know, Try dozens every year. That's what I meant. I was, yeah. yeah um, they, use, they, they screw it up a lot. In, in many cases, they might have the right address, but the wrong side of the duplex. How I mean, hard is it for some snitch to just, you know, some guy who's been caught for something, um, you know, he gives, a, he gives a bad address and tells some story to hope, hopefully get out of it. And let's, let's go to your phone call, see how you feel about the, the situation with the SWAT teams in America. 800-259-9231. I think they are absolutely out of control. Let's go to Dennis in Huntsville, listening to WBHP. Dennis, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Yeah, hi. Hey, Dennis, what's on your mind? Well, you know, one thing, of course, uh, I was just wondering, does anybody, some that raised, does anybody, ever, the police departments ever get sued? Now, there is a lawyer in Los Angeles, California. I've heard about him, and somebody out there in your your um, audience might know who I'm talking about. That's all he does is sue cops. So he'd be the type of guy to uh, to get in on this, on there. But for my own self, I was wondering one about the dog and uh in Missouri, get the right town and stuff, because I'm going to write a letter to PETA, to the Humane Society, Katie Crick, CBS News. She has dogs. She loves them. I learned that. And John Walsh of America's Most Wanted, I'm going to get in touch with him, too, and because uh, he, he hates rogue cops. I've seen him bust them on his show. But these guys, are, these guys aren't considered rogue cops. They're considered by the, the what they're doing, killing dogs, or in this case, a seven-year-old child. Uh, yeah. Killing dogs is by the book. It's about officer safety. Oh, our officers, were they felt scared by that dog, and so they had to shoot to kill. Well, so they'll, they'll be backed up by their own department, as they are every single time. Well, I guarantee you John Walsh will look at things a, a different way on that, because like I say, he's, he's dog, he knows better. He's not stupid. He's a biker, too, just like I am. Like that, so I, I guarantee you, I get all these things going. All right, man. Hey, send out all the emails you want. I'm not going to look at it, things this way. They're please not do. Look at it. I, I think he's fine. Them. Please send out these emails. I think it's great. It's Columbia, uh, yeah. um, Columbia, Missouri. The Columbia, Missouri Police Department, uh, and you can easily find the video. You can actually watch the video footage. Now you don't get to see them kill the dogs because the cameraman is behind. Outside. Uh, is behind the police as they're going in, but you can hear it, <laughs> and it, it definitely happened. And then when you, oh, when you the can camera, hear them howling in yeah. pain. It's and terrible. Then, then when the camera goes in, there's a little boy standing in there. So they did it right in front of uh, the, the the family's child, as though it weren't bad enough that they murdered these dogs in cold blood. Uh, and and there's there's just video after video. Uh, one of the most egregious ones. And and by the way, thank you for the call. I appreciate that. And it, I just it's it's hard for me to. Uh, to believe that anything would change. Even with all the media attention, it was the the media attention that got them to even acknowledge what they did publicly in this particular case. Media the, the is police chief the would, only solution that we have currently available yeah. to us, and I support what this guy is doing. If he's going to send emails, fabulous. The, Follow him up. Do the best you can. Thank the, you. The police chief in the, the case of Columbia, Missouri, uh, Police Chief Burton, according to LouRockwell.com's blog, Burton actually said shortly before his uh, news conference was heard to exclaim, I hate the Internet, in reference to the fact that this video of his department... They hate accountability, and the Internet increases communication and accountability. Absolutely. 800-259-9231. Share your thoughts. Bring up anything. Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. 
See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition. We will allow you to take control of the airwaves. You can bring up anything, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you all the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Features including stuff like our uh, bulletin board system. You can get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners. It is virtually unmoderated, so you never know what you're going to see there. Beware. Uh, bbs.freetalklive.com to get you there. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. Over 500,000 posts await you, by the way. All right, so uh, 800-259-9231. We're talking about the SWAT raids, some of the recent killings. They've, in Columbia, Missouri, slaughtered two dogs, allegedly two dogs. Uh, Mark, dogs you said are pretty commonplace. You said you thought it was one. Yeah, remember the story about the, the mayor who actually had his house raided? I think and- that was in Jersey. Yeah, I don't care where it is. It doesn't matter where it is. This can happen anywhere. The, these cops can come into your house anywhere, anytime, and they can oh, destroy your life. The best one as far as dogs go, uh, hands down, is the police officer on video, because the person had a surveillance system um, at their home, on video, pulls up to ask directions at this woman's house. A dog comes out, he shoots it, because he was yeah. asking for directions. That's right. <laughs> he was in danger. It's Little crazy. White dog. Uh, just the fact that the mayor... It could actually have this happen to him really shows that this can happen to anyone. So don't think that just because you're not dealing drugs out of your house doesn't mean that this won't happen to you. It could happen to you tonight. And that's why it needs to be stopped. It's this insane war on drugs that has that has gotten it to this point. Let's go to your phone calls, though, and talk first to uh, our brand newest affiliate. First call ever from Myrtle Beach. Jonathan is on the line listening to WRNN. Hello, Jonathan. Jonathan, Oops, hello. hey, you're on the air. Hey, hi, gentlemen, how are you doing? Welcome, sir. It's, it's our first night on in uh, in Myrtle Beach, so uh, welcome aboard. And uh, sorry for the shock. And what's on your mind tonight? Well, uh, first, I'd just like to say that both of you gentlemen seem to be very sensible, open-minded individuals, and I can really appreciate that. Thanks. And Go on. Uh, second of all, <laughs> is that uh, I I'm prior service military, and I was uh, in military intelligence, and I was built under the NSA for five years. Aren't you going to get shot for saying that? Wait a minute. You were wedded under the NSA? I was billeted. I, I, I was billeted. in the Army, but billeted. I actually worked for the NSA. Oh. And no, I won't get shot. They recently changed a lot of those laws. I, I made sure to look that up before I mention any of that okay. in public. So but I would just like to say, you know, there was a lot of things that blew my mind, you know. And eventually I had to come to grasp, you know, with some of the things I saw while I was in. And I eventually had to come to grasp with the fact that, you know what, all of our government, all of our military all of our law enforcement, you know, is consists of human beings, fallible human beings who make mistakes, who act on impulse, and, you know, who get greedy, who, you know, do anything that, that any normal human being you could think of. And I think that's what some of the problem is here, is that we tend to hold these positions of authority with such high esteem. And, you know, we have every right to, but at the end of the day, they go home just like us, and they, they are living, breathing human beings who make mistakes. I don't disagree with any of that. you've got to realize that's going to happen. I, do, I don't disagree with any of that. I understand sure. that when human beings uh, perform jobs, they're going to make mistakes. However, 
There's a difference when those human beings are bureaucrats with guns as opposed to you and me who work out in the real world. When you and I make a mistake, we're responsible for it, at least at some level. The company that we work for is responsible for it. They can be sued, that kind of thing. You can be sued personally and um, you know, corporately. However, when a person works for the government, it is nigh impossible to sue the government. A, the government doesn't have to pay anything to defend itself because it lives off of your tax money. You have yep. to pay them yep. to, uh, you know, go after them, and it's it, it's crazy. And B, they've uh, everybody who, or excuse me, C, everybody who works for them has qualified immunity, and in many cases, complete sovereign immunity, and they can't be sued for in the you know in the course of their job. So you have people who uh, you make know, mistakes, right? Who make mistakes? Who? aren't held responsible for those mistakes. And that's the right. problem with our system. No Can I responsibility. Can light on that for you? For the, sure. uh, some of the things you just mentioned? Yeah. Um, thank you. Uh, what I was going to say is that you know, you're absolutely 100% right. And the, the thing is, is that, I don't know if you've ever heard of the good old boy system, but that is in effect in the military, oh, yeah. in the police, everywhere. You know, sure. They yes, cover it is. CYA. They cover their own asses, and they have to. It's the thin blue uh, line. It's not right. It's, it's the it brotherhood. Right at all. Yeah, it's it's the it's what they call the brotherhood, uh, the thin blue line. They uh, they close around their ranks when one of them is targeted. They all come together and they protect and they cover, like you're saying, CYA. Every once in a while, they'll send one of their one of their own out to be a sacrificial lamb uh, for the you know what, for the wait, slaughter. When you say sacrificial lamb, do you mean like putting them in a desk job for two weeks before they let them back out? That happens the world? too. Because that's usually about the worst that'll happen. I mean, literally, you have to you have to uh, molest a child on video camera as a cop in order to have any real consequences for uh, for your right. actions. These guys you literally get away they with train murder. These guys, they train these SWAT guys. They the government spends hundreds of thousands of dollars to put them through all the training. And if you think they're going to let a little incident, you know, or big incident, it, and it's got to be really big. But if you think they're going to let them go down in flames and lose their investment. You you got to be kidding yourself because our our government sees in dollar signs just like any other government, and that's why they don't let their guys burn for shit like this. Oh, we've got a lot to go. Thank you. I hope my board op can hit the dump on that because I didn't pull my uh, dump button. Why do you up, not please? pull that thing? I up? don't know. I get distracted before the show. I, hopefully that didn't go through. Uh, so yeah, you can't say that on the radio. And the board op did take care of it. All right, eight hundred. Sorry, we, you know we'd have kept you on and kept the conversation going, but you let that word out. We gotta let you go. It's, There's four it's words. One of, it's one of the rules on the show, you know. Uh, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. But I guess we can officially welcome our brand new uh, listeners uh, in Myrtle Beach. <laughs> welcome to Myrtle Beach. Don't say the s word. W R N N. Both on the FM and the AM band out in Myr- Myrtle Beach. So very cool, cool station. And we are on board now for Saturday nights there. So we continue taking your phone calls, Matt. Listening in Illinois, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Matt. Hey, uh, I just want to say, there's two talk radio shows that I listen to on a regular basis. You guys and Alan Combs, it's kind of different ideologically, but you both take tons of phone calls, and that's what I enjoy most about the shows. Well, thank you. Alan anyway. seems really frustrated with his callers whenever I happen to hear the show. I mean, he it just, you know, it, it seems easier for him to hang up and call somebody dumb than it does to, to engage them. He's an incredibly smart guy. I just don't feel like he does. As, so enough. it makes for good, it makes for good entertaining radio. <laughs> that's, that's all that matters. Really heard, that's, that is all that matters. Yeah. I've heard his show. I don't as well. care if it's Chinese polka. That's the only reason we're here. I, I've heard Alan Combs' <laughs> show as well, and you know that guy deserves credit. I think because he's I think one of the more open minded talk show hosts out there. I mean, he certainly has his viewpoint, but he'll have he was the very opposition nice when on, I met him. I mean, he'll, I, he'll have the opposition on his show on a regular basis. That much is and, true. 
and uh, he'll take opposition you, calls. You don't see that from a lot of them. Yeah, it's not a real cheerleader kind of show, like, you know, let the gang on. Tom and... Hartman takes uh, the opposition on on a pretty regular basis, as does Michael Medved. There you go. All right, so what else do you want to talk about tonight, Matt? Well, I want to talk about, and it kind of connects, I, I mainly keep up in local politics, but every now and then I, there's an issue that catches my attention. And this whole SWAT team thing, I was looking at my the police department's budget in my city, and so much of it is funded by federal grants for specific mm-hmm. things, for SWAT teams, for traffic control and stuff like this. And it's just, it just, uh, it just, uh, it's weird to me that my city is basically funding police extra police activities that I don't think are exactly necessary from the federal government. And is that how? Is that what all the all all this stuff is funded by a lot of pretty pretty much and uh, you know the way here's here's the conspiracy theory that i have for you on it the um up until a couple of years ago during the bush administration they they removed posse comitatus so it was illegal for the military to be you know on u.s soil dealing with u.s citizens the military was for foreign operations so what the federal government, and this is my conspiracy theory, the federal government wanted to militarize the police and they were and, and make them beholden to them, and they have done so. I mean, take a look at them. They're wearing bu- bulletproof vests. They, they wear dark glasses. You can't see their faces. They've yeah, they got just the don't little, wear camo. You've know, they've, they've got right. everything a military got everything, has. Well, even worse than camo. Camo isn't scary like black is scary. Yeah, it's true. It's and more they, intimidating. They, they're all wearing black. They've got their uh, the pants shoved into their boots. What's that about? I mean, this it isn't Andy Griffith anymore. Yeah. And there are departments across the country that are getting these uh, monies from the federal government, which makes them beholden to the federal government. And you're absolutely uh, right there. Some Thank of them you. have tanks. Matt, thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Plenty of time for your calls about what you want. Coming up also, if we get a chance, there's a pretty big scientific breakthrough this week in regards to artificial life. We'll talk about that when we get a chance. Your calls are primary, though. Free Talk Live. Thousands of years ago, from the time of Moses to the time of Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, and beyond, TrustedCoins.com brings you an incredible selection of authentic Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine ancient coins, all certified authentic by world-renowned numismatic expert, Ilya Zlobin. Transport yourself to the distant past now at TrustedCoins.com. Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and you, as always, are invited to take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. Hey, if you enjoy this program, you can help support the show by shopping with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. You just enter Amazon through that link. You know them, the world's largest internet superstore. They've got pretty much everything in dozens of categories, even used items. Did you know that you can buy used stuff through Amazon? Try it out. amazon.freetalklive.com. Of course, if you buy you or you buy brand new, in a lot of cases you'll get free super saver shipping, which makes it even more reasonable to buy stuff brand new. Uh, amazon.freetalklive.com. Enter through that link and Free Talk Live gets a cut of the sale. You know, when you you hear all about people buying gold on AM radio, that it's it's a huge advertising segment right now with the uh, with the dollars swirling down the crapper of uh, of of world uh, currencies. Smart thing to do. Yeah. Well, when I tried to buy gold previously, it's been several years ago. I was it was I was just dizzied by the choices that were given to me when I called these companies. 
I don't want numismatic coins. I don't want collector's coins. I just wanted some gold for my, mm-hmm. uh, you know, personal safety as a hedge against inflation, possible investment, you know, in, in, in case uh, things got so bad we were eating the dog, that kind of thing. Um, and I've made it easy for people to look into gold and even silver um, for people that don't have quite as much money. If you just go to gold.freetalklive.com, I've, we've teamed up with a company and, you know, we only we, we get a small, small commission. And these prices are cheaper than you're going to find at any of these other things that are advertising on AM radio. Test them out. Ask about the coins you see at gold.freetalklive.com and price them Price us, and then you'll see for yourself. It's gold.freetalklive.com. All right. Toll-free number again, 800-259-9231. Ladies, come first. So we go to Linda listening to WFTL in Florida. Linda, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi. How are you tonight? Hi, Linda. What's on your mind? Uh, You were talking about the uh, SWAT teams circling their wagons when one of them gets in trouble. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to let the crowd or the audience know that it's not just the SWAT teams that circle their wagons. Uh, I was a pedestrian and got hit by a drunk police officer who decided to hit and run. Uh, He was charged at the scene with a felony hit and run, but then the um, district attorney dropped his charges from felony hit-and-run to conduct on becoming an officer. Wow. So it goes clear up. And, and, wait, 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 and, was how he, much was jail he... time is there for a conduct on becoming an officer? <laughs> uh, there was a smack on the hand, five mm-hmm. days off with pay. Five yeah. days off with pay, okay. If, if, if I made it, if I was not clear, I did not intend to say, and I don't think I did, that it was just the SWAT teams. When I said the thin blue line and the Brotherhood, I mean the entire police department. Uh, the government in general works together to protect itself. That's what, when you see protect and serve on the side of their car, you don't know what the rest of the sentence is. The rest of the sentence is to protect and serve the state, to protect and serve their masters in government, uh, to protect and serve their Brotherhood and the thin blue line. So you're absolutely right. I'm sorry that had uh, that that happened to you yeah and it you know made i've tried to be a proactive person i wrote to all of my senators my congressmen um everybody i wrote to the fbi i wrote to everybody i could think of how'd that work out to bring this to their attention <laughs> and everybody uh, that did reply to my letters said sorry it's not my job mm. Yep, that sounds about right. Why should they care? What do they care? They they have no interest in in doing anything. They have no interest in holding each other accountable because, you know why? They know that next year you'll go ahead and pay them again. And they know that that we'll all pay up. The Police Benevolent Association is a far bigger supporter of these politicians than you you are. are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, also we have those uh, archaic laws here that – the minimum or the minimum insurance you have to get is ten twenty five, uh, ten thousand twenty five thousand. Oh, driver's coverage. insurance in in Florida. Yeah, yeah, right. And the guy that hit me, he owned nothing of value, so he got just the bare minimum ten thousand uh, dollar insurance. My hospital bill alone was fourteen thousand. Plus, I still need two knee replacements because of the injury. Oh my gosh! So, and you said he was uh, drunk. I've, yeah, drunk. Mm-hmm. Now, how did you yeah, how did you ascertain that he was Linda? How did you ascertain that he was drunk? I'm a registered nurse, and I worked for quite a long time in the drug and alcohol rehab program in a hospital. And it's very easy to tell 
you know, when you're in the bright sunlight and the guy's eyes are dilated so wide <laughs> that he's, uh, you know, he takes his sunglasses off and, mm. um, it's, it, you know, the, the slurred speech, the mannerisms, the, um, you know, uh, the, the, uh, speech was, he was tripping over his own words. It was just now, very. What, what did they say to you? I mean, cause I imagine you brought some, brought it up to them. Hey, this guy seems a little inebriated. Uh, can you, can you oh, test yeah. him out? I demanded at the scene of the accident, I demanded that he have a um, blood toxicology screen done when yeah. they picked him up. And he had such an unusual license plate. Um, it was, um, I can't remember now, but anyway, uh, they knew exactly who he was, and the police department chose to wait six hours to go to his home. This to sounds pick him familiar. Up. Now, now, this story sounds familiar. I don't know. It, was this reported in the news anywhere when this happened? No. The news people don't want any part of it. They don't, you know, they get their information and their, you know. Uh, Have you called to tell us this story stories. before? Because it sounds familiar, although it wouldn't surprise me if this was a common tactic uh, amongst the police well, when one of their own is, a, is accused of drunk driving that they just happen to wait six hours before they go and they run the blood test. Yeah. No, I don't think I've called it in. Interesting. So it may- May well be a common practice. I, I bet. Know. I bet it is. They, they've got the same, same playbook same all around the country, and they, uh, you know, it's, it's always yeah. the same. Whenever one of their buddies is accused of something, uh, they say, "Well, we're going to run an investigation. Don't you worry, citizens. We're going to we're going to check this out. We're going to investigate mm-hmm. ourselves." And then, of course, yeah. uh, a few weeks later, if anybody's still paying attention, because they know that people have got a very short attention span, and they probably won't even the, the news people probably aren't even really following up. But in the event that some newsman actually bother, bothers to follow up on the so-called investigation, we find out that. Well, we were everything we did was by the book. Everything is fine. Oh, yeah. Sure, we murdered your uh, seven-year-old daughter. Sure, we killed those two dogs in cold blood. Nah, well, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, yeah. Linda. You know, I understand that they have a hard job to do, but it doesn't help any when the stories like this get out. And, and this kind of, you know, people will tell ten times more people when it's a story like this than when they do a good job. And it just it's doesn't true. help for a basic relationship between the the public and the police department. You're absolutely right. It's, I, it's stories like this, stories like what happened to you, which is, I think, absolutely atrocious, uh, stories yeah. like that that, uh, that lead people to not trust the police and to, and right. I, I think rightly so. And Linda, I want to thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate your story, and I'm sorry that uh, that you had to go through that and find out the hard way how these people behave. Because when you grow up, you're taught this, this. There's this kind of fantasy story that you're told about. Oh, they're, they're your friend, they're Mr. Officer Friendly. Well, go I, ahead and talk I think to Linda them made a good them. point about, um, you know, that that uh, the, the people will remember this kind of story ten times more often than the good ones. And I really do believe that there are many p- people that have, you know, gotten jobs at the police department because they're the good kind of person that'll throw mm-hmm. themselves in front of a bullet for you. However, I think that from the top. On down is where the corruption comes from, and that these uh, that the it's the chiefs that see where the funding mechanism comes from. That they they know where the money is, and the money isn't in arson or robbery, and the money isn't in murder and ch- investigating these crimes. The money's in traffic. The money's in drugs mm-hmm. and that's where all of the funding goes through that's where all the, the, and the concentration goes that they target with their concentration average people who are not harming others and so therefore that's why people are scared to death well think about it how do you feel 
when you're driving down the street and a cop pulls behind you? How do you feel at that moment when you first realize that you're being followed directly behind you is a uh, law enforcement officer? What thoughts go through your mind? What feelings do you uh, do you encounter? Is it a feeling of warmth and security? Well, the question isn't you don't ask yourself is was I driving uh, was I driving dangerously or erratically? You don't ask yourself that. You say, oh my, cr- holy crap, was I speeding? Well, I think it's because many times the speed limits, especially on um, highways, are set artificially low so that they can scoop people up. I think it's not the people going. 85 miles an hour on the interstate that are a danger. I think it's the people going 55 miles an hour on the interstate that are a danger because they bottleneck the traffic. People trying to get around them, acting weird. So if you don't feel warm and fuzzy inside when the police pull up behind you, well, you have to ask yourself, why is that? Well, I would speculate to say that it's because you know that man is an aggressor and that the man that's driving that car, while he may have gotten into the business for the right reasons, has been assigned to write tickets and bust people, people for pot. And you know that there's a good chance that uh, he's going to write you a ticket, and then you're going to be out a few hundred dollars after uh, all is said and done. I don't have any pot in my car. Yeah, but if you get busted for some uh, traffic infraction, you don't need to have pot that in your car. That happens plenty. 1-800-259-9231. If you get pot in the car, you're not just likely going to get a ticket in most places. You will go to jail. We're coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Hey, America. How do you use WebEx? We use WebEx for our fantasy baseball draft. I use WebEx to record meetings, so anyone who misses it can see it, hear it, and get up to speed quickly. My son came home from school sick yesterday. Thanks to WebEx, I didn't miss the client meeting. I saw everything right on my cell phone. Got an idea? Start a WebEx. Connect online and share what's on your computer screen with others, cross town or cross country. Share presentations, conduct training sessions. You can even pass the ball and let others take control. Go to WebEx.com and try WebEx free. Just click the radiographic and enter promo code FREETRIAL to get a free trial and a free VoIP headset. Remember that code FREETRIAL. WebEx from Cisco. W-E-B-E-X.com. Free headsets available while supplies last. Terms and restrictions apply. See website for details. Go to WebEx.com and click the radiographic and enter promo code FREETRIAL. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Last hour, we talked about the police raids. You're certainly welcome to continue to comment on that. Uh, Coming up, if we get a chance, a major breakthrough, apparently, in artificial life happened this week, or at least was reported this week. We'll uh, tell you a little bit more about that and get your thoughts. Of course, you're also welcome to bring up any old thing you want to. That's why we call the show Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231 as we continue taking your phone calls about what you want. Let's talk to Jay, listening in Tallahassee to WFLA-FM. Hello, Jay. Hey, how you doing today? What's on your mind tonight, Jay? Yeah, hey, um, you know, I, I just finished a, uh, a book, and I can't tell you a whole lot about it because the publisher won't let me. But um, we, we basically asked the question, and that is, do you think America's fixable, or do you think it's not? And, uh, you know, and that, that's my question. Wait, wait, who, I'm sorry, who was this question being asked of? Um, about America. I mean, is it fixable, are or you, are we just, you know, Are you asking us? Yeah. 
Now, what is when you say is it fixable? What do you perceive as being wrong? Well, I mean, look at it. We're being. I mean, my my great great grandfathers were um, Southerners during the Civil War, and they fought for a whole lot less than what we're having to put up with now, and taxation and government control. And you look at their mm-hmm. grandfathers and some great grandfathers. I mean, they fought the English for a heck of a whole lot less. So you'd say that the and I would agree generally with what you're saying. You it sounds to me like you're saying the government is way too big. Uh, the the back in the days of the founding fathers, they had a war over a one percent tax on tea or something like that. I mean, it was nowhere yeah, near as burdensome the, of a situation. And uh, so if you, you look at the if you look at the Revolutionary War, England actually conceded to every demand we made but the tea tax. And all the, all the intolerable acts were um, were repealed before the war. I think yeah. I remember that after, yeah. you know, at some point after, after the gunfire started. I think I, I I think that may be true. Yeah, and, and it might have been. I mean, I'm, honestly, I mean, it might have been after the the Boston massacre. But you look at it. I mean, the the whole entire um, stasis of the Continental Congress was if they'd done it to us once, they'll do it to us again. So to answer your question, and, then now that I understand where you're coming from. Uh, I would say the answer is, is America fixable, meaning the United States federal government? I would say no. I would say that uh, the empire is it's, – it's way too big. There's no way that you could possibly turn it around. The interests are too established. The, uh, the power seekers – Power too, too, too centralized. Um, the Washington, D.C. is a big, juicy, sweet plum for those that would love to enslave others and take away their money and their freedom. And there are plenty of people out there that want to do that, and it it's it's already that snowball's rolling and it's so big. I'd have to I have to agree. I don't think that uh, America is fixable. However, I believe there is that, a way out. I, I believe that Americans are the most resourceful people on the face of the earth, and that they can well, actually do something about it. Say again. Well, my thing is, my thing is, if it's not fixable, and uh, I'll agree with you, I don't think it is at this point. I mean, under um, the Constitution, the um, even some of the Federalist Papers that were written to tell us what the Constitution meant, um, and definitely if you read like George Mason, and which is one of my favorite founding fathers, and uh, even some of Thomas Jefferson's writings, then isn't it our duty under our God-given inalienable rights by God to tear it down? To tear it down? What do you mean by that? I mean, if it's not fixable, then it needs to be destroyed, right? Well, well I, I think uh, that the I think that the um, mistake that was made by the founding fathers and these guys aren't gods. You know, they were just the the first guys to say, you know, no more of this. And this is actually one of the oldest forms of government still going on on the planet. Um, you know, oh, especially absolutely. in the the larger countries. So the idea that somehow the first guys to do a republic in you know a thousand years got it right. The first time, or the second time, actually, there's Articles of Confederation, is kind of yeah, it's kind yeah, of silly. Definitely. I mean, you know, of course they didn't get it right the first time. There's lots of things, however, the, um, that need to be fixed. However, the government's not fixable because of the the constitu the, the what it takes to rewrite the Constitution. And well, see, and I think I, I'll agree with you to a point. I actually, uh, I actually think the key to fixing it 
is to go back to the Constitution. They'll, they, to go back to your interpretation of the Constitution. However, well, the, see, Constitution the, Constitution doesn't, in- the Constitution doesn't recognize your interpretation. It recognizes the interpretation of nine people um, in black dresses that live in Washington, D.C. Who have an incentive to interpret it in the favor of the federal right, government. Right, so uh, the Constitution... Well, I'll, agree to that. I'll agree to that's what's happening. No, no, that's what it says. No, 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 that's what it says. The Constitution, like the Bible, is interpretable and and it's easy to understand what it means. I understand that all of it is easy to understand. It's written in plain English. However, it leaves the decision-making responsibility to someone else that reads differently than you and I read. And that's the the, the, the crux of it. That's the problem in the first place. I, I hear a contradiction, though, uh, in what you're saying. And uh, let me s- see if you can clarify for me, Jay. Uh, you said that you don't believe that it's fixable, but then you just said that you think that uh, they should get back to the Constitution. If you don't believe well, it's fixable... Me, let me, well, let me rephrase that. I, I think under the way we're going, it's not fixable. Yeah, we're I never going we to are... get back to the Constitution. Well, we're on a runaway train. We really are on a runaway train, and somebody's got to pull the brake line. And what do you propose? The thing, well, I mean, I think um, there's what um, 18 states that are getting it right right now. Uh, there are 18 states that have banded together and they've filed a petition to recognize the Ninth and Tenth Amendment. Um, not sure how far that's going to get. I think Congress should. I mean, if it's going to be fixed, and I'm not saying it can be, if it's going to be fixed, Congress needs to realize, once again, that they are the most powerful entity in this country. Oh, I'm sure they know that. It's not the Supreme Court. (laughs) Right. Well, Well, I think they do. I mean, what is it? It was 18, um, what, 1808, the last time a Supreme Court member was brought up for impeachment? I, I have no uh, idea, but I, I would say that uh, the people that, that we are sending to Congress have no incentive whatsoever to recognize the Ninth and Tenth Amendments uh, of the United States Constitution. In fact, they are incentivized to just the opposite, to ignore them. It's the, it's the people that, that no one can name, the person that's in their state congressional district, the person who's in their state senatorial district, the, the ones that Americans have no idea about because the talk radio is focused on a national basis and, and they're worried about the guy that Rush Limbaugh is talking about, um, you know, which is really just political theater anyway when it comes to the Ninth and Tenth Amendment. It's these local yeah. people that could do something about it. And I'll tell you what, 97.25% of the people that are listening to this show don't have the foggiest inclination as to who their state or senator is or, or state representative, just one of them that represents them. Yeah, so as far as your, your terminology earlier saying tear it down, uh, I don't think that that needs to be done. I think that the Ninth and Tenth Amendment things that are happening that's an indicator of some dissatisfaction with the federal I'm government I'm for them I, yeah it's fine but I'm, I'm also I, I think I agree with Jay that it's really there's not much actually happening there it's just a lot of hot air I'll take um, it but well, I think that I think secession Jay go, is the real answer I think well, that's what drawing, this is about I think yeah but ninth and tenth it's not really secession it's just kind of political t- posture. nullification at this point is a tantamount to secession have they actually nullified anything or have they just talked about they're, it they're talking they, about are it are they using it as a campaign uh, platform to get elected that's that's what I would think is going on. How about uh, how about a real secession movement by people that are actually uh, serious about withdrawing f- participation from the federal government? Because then you don't have to tear anything down. Then the federal government can keep just going and doing what it's doing until it finally runs out of steam and dies, like all governments do, uh, or just you know it, con- it consumes itself uh, over time. I think that uh, if- I, I agree. I yeah. just think we were the only country that was established with the option of fixing itself. What was that option? And 
the founding fathers talked about, I mean, George Mason especially talked about it, and George Washington even hit it on it, that there is going to come a time in this country, there's going to come a time in this republic when we're going to have to rebuild it. Didn't George Washington muster an army and send them on his own citizens in Pennsylvania, in the uh, eastern, western portion of Pennsylvania during the Whiskey Rebellion? Yes, I think yeah. the answer is yes. Hey, thanks for I the call, so. Jay. I appreciate hearing from you. I don't think that the... Jay's Rebellion? Yeah, was yeah. that Henry Lighthorse you, Lee? You can't fix something that's inherently broken. And I'll explain what I mean by inherently broken here in a moment. 800-259-9231. You can bring up what you want. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Stouffer's. Let's Fix Dinner. Find dinner ideas to bring your family together at the table at letsfixdinner.com. Juggling schedules so that everyone eats together can be tough. Try starting with one family dinner a week, whenever you can fit it in. Take turns picking the meal and have everyone pitch in. Working together will bring your family closer, even if it is just once a week. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in, bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. The number brought to you by SACL CAI tonight. It's Ian. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. Hey, have you missed a moment of this show? Well, if you only get the Saturday show on your local radio station, you missed a lot of moments because we do a weekday show as well. We do this all week long. You can go to freetalklive.com, download as many archives as you'd like, and pay zero. Because our website's free. So enjoy the archives over at freetalklive.com. Every contest involves rules, and every winner knows the rules and how to use them to their advantage. Jurisdictionary.com explains how to use the rules of the American judicial system. You'll learn how to get evidence and get forms and how to move the court and set hearings and how to do research, how to draft pleadings. It's all there, and it's all in a form that the average eighth grader can grasp in less than 24 hours. You can, uh, th- you know, this is the first step in uh, in protecting yourself pro se in, in court. It will, it will arm you to do that. And even uh, better, you know, you can uh, use it to watch over the attorney you do hire. You'll at least know what they're doing. It's Jurisdictionary.com, and I recommend it for anyone that is using the judicial system, whether they have an attorney or not. Jurisdictionary.com. 800-259-9231. We continue here with your phone calls. Walker, listening in Charleston, South Carolina, to WSC. Hey, guys. Hey, Walker, what's on your mind? Oh, not much, guys. I was just uh, listening to y'all a little bit ago, and I ran into the lady that said that, I was hearing the lady that she said she got hit by a cop. And then a little bit later on in the program, y'all said, well, uh, was the cop drunk? Now, the lady said that it was a hit and run. So my question is, how could she have known if the cop were drunk or not? Did she say it was a hit and run? I missed that point. If she said hit and run, then then later she gave some more facts, which were, if she said hit and run, I don't know, I don't have, you know. She did say hit and run. I'll I'll take your word for it. Maybe she made a a mistake, but she said that there was a uh, license plate that was was very uh, noticeable and that the... And that the, the I guess she made it seem as though the cop was right there when uh, she was asking the you know people to to test his blood and stuff, and that they didn't do so until six year, six hours later. Yeah, well, see, my uh, opinion is is that if it's a hit and run, 
There's nobody there. She could have gotten license plate, but she couldn't have discerned any of that stuff. And one of y'all asked the cop if he was, or one of y'all asked the woman, was the cop drunk? She had said that previously in the call. Yeah. Okay. Well, to me, it doesn't make sense. She couldn't have known if the cop, if the hit, if it was a hit and run, and then all of a sudden the cop's standing there and she's looking in her in his eyes. Well, there's there's two possibilities of what happened here. There's possibility mm-hmm. that she's calling in and lying, and you've caught her. You've got her. The other possibility well, I don't care is, if I do or not, well, I'm know? just saying that that's a possibility, right? The other yeah, possibility is that she said um, that that a police officer struck me, and and when she instead of saying struck me, she said hit and run, and hit and run has a connotation to it. I agree with you, yeah. and she maybe just said the wrong words. Yeah, well, maybe she did. I'm just kind of, you know, again, I, I fish for facts. Yeah, no, no, you should be right. I mean, we, if she said that, then yeah, what we should have caught it. Yeah, and, and I didn't have. notice. I didn't remember her saying hit and run. And if if she had, if I had heard her say that, I would have called her on it just like you just did right now. But now it's too late. So thanks right. for doing that. Anything Thank else you, you want to share? Yeah, guys, the S word did get out. Uh-oh. Did it? <laughs> Shoot. Yeah. Shoot. It got out loud and clear. Yeah, no, there you, you go. Can't catch them all. Uh, hey, uh, thanks for the call. You know, and, and all right, brother. Thanks. Supreme Court has ruled that uh, you know slips like that aren't considered. Uh, you know, th- th- there's nothing can be done to the the stations or anything like they that. Still don't like it's it, not though. good. Who who wants that? But all right, we continue here with your phone calls uh, and go to Earl listening in Medford, Oregon, to K Med. Earl, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, good afternoon. Um, you're talking about fixing the federal government, and you know the federal government isn't obeying laws. Uh, it's not obeying the Constitution, and it needs to be fixed. And the, really the only solution at this point is the law. And so here goes. Um, three constitutional amendments, I think, that would go a long ways towards uh, getting uh, Congress and the federal government to obey the Constitution. One is Instead of having gerrymandering districts, like in Oregon, we have a district that goes from, it's 300 miles long, and, and uh, it goes from the uh, one end of the state to the other end of the state, and it goes all over the place in the middle. Interesting. And, and the border, the, the district uh, lines change. You don't really know where the districts are. The borders are not defined, um, well-defined in people's minds. So what you do is you make it a constitutional amendment, where each county gets a congressman. Now, that, that county has to vote that congressman in. He, they, that county has to pay his uh, pay and his expenses. And What's you know, two? whoever's really paying you, that's really who your boss is. Yeah, if you have um, if if you have several thousand bosses, hundreds of thousands of bosses, uh, millions of bosses, you know, the word of one boss doesn't really matter that much. What's What's point number two? Now, the, the second one is, in, for instead of the, uh, the Supreme Court justices that we have now, um, you, you, where the federal, where the uh, Supreme Court, United States Supreme Court justices decides what powers the Congress or the federal government has, and they work for the federal government, so naturally they're going to rule in favor of the uh, federal government and always mm-hmm. give the federal government more power. Sure. You make it where the state... Supreme Court justices are the U.S. Supreme Court justices, and you know the states will be more jealous of their power and won't want to give the federal government more power than really what's in the Constitution. And number three? And the third one is grand juries. You know, there's a lot of um, 
at the uh, city level, at the county level, at the state level, and even the federal level, there's too many government employees that don't obey the Constitution, they don't obey the laws, and there's no penalty for them. No, there's not. And, you know, for regular people, if you don't use your turn signal, there's a penalty. But if a, a government official tells you you have to do something or you're not allowed to do something and he's wrong, there's no penalty. There, you so know, there may it. be some things There may be some things that you could do to make this system, as awful as it is, a little less awful. I, I would agree with that. And maybe some of your ideas would, uh, would be workable if it was feasible to do what you're suggesting, which I don't believe it really is, because you're talking about incredibly, uh, you'd, have to be, you'd, you'd have to make some major changes, and the amendment process is no easy thing to, uh, to, to see happen. But it, it brings me back to what I was pointing out before, and that is the system is inherently broken. The, the, uh, the system, even if you were to make those changes, is still a system based on and coercion. And those sound like good changes. It's still a system based on coercion against uh, peaceful people. And I don't understand why anybody would want to save a system like that. Why is it even worthwhile to go through these changes? What is it about the federal government that is so worthy of, uh, of saving? Well, you, you know, that um, only uh, to give the federal, keep the federal government strong against foreign countries, but weak internally. But and why? The, why the, do you need to be strong against foreign countries if you're not killing the, uh, if you're not going around the world killing people? I mean, there are countries like Costa Rica, they don't even have a military. They don't have a problem with invaders. Well, no, I, I, I'm talking about strong in, in case of an invasion. But, but I'm telling you, invade Canada? Costa Rica doesn't have a military. They are not being invaded. There's no problem. If you don't have a military going around the world destroying people and killing things, uh, then you don't really have to worry too much about being invaded. And plus, I trust the American people to protect themselves. I thank you for the call. I understand this is more one of guns the, than people in this country. I understand that this is one of the big sales points for the federal government. They're protecting us. I don't think that's the case. I think they're actually putting you in danger. More coming up. Free Talk Live. Have you considered leaving America? In Asia, you can live like royalty in a tropical paradise for a fraction of the cost. Let PathToAsia.com help you escape the ever-growing burden of taxation and regulation. PathToAsia.com's consultants will guide you through the entire process, helping you find a job, housing, and even a companion before you make the move. Join the increasing wave of Americans moving to Asia while you still can. Visit PathToAsia.com and sign up for your free trial today. Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian here. And Mark. And you can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We've got our webcam there. Uh, the cam, by the way, brought to you by memorydealers.com. You can go to cam.freetalklive.com. You can interact with other listeners because there's a chat room on the very same page. You can watch, listen, and chat all for free at cam.freetalklive.com. How soon do you want to start teaching that child that's special to you about the ideas of liberty? I figured we couldn't start soon enough at my house. An Island Called Liberty is a picture book for children, and I read it to my son Jack all the time. It's kind of like Ayn Rand meets Dr. Seuss. Its simple story, graceful rhymes, and beautiful illustrations on every page will make it one of any child's favorites. Go now to freemarketunderdog.com. See some of the samples there and order today. There's a 10% discount for listeners of Free Talk Live with the coupon code FTL, an island called Liberty at freemarketunderdog.com. It's a great book, 
We've got it at my house. Let's continue taking your phone calls here. 800-259-9231. The system, I think, is inherently broken, and I wonder why anybody would want to try to fix it. I think it's because they have this mythology uh, that has been created in their mind about why they need the government. That, uh, Of course, we most of us have gone through 13 years of government school, plus if you've been to college, there's even more there because it's all very government-worshipping. Well, there's uh, also the person. Personal um, connections. Uh, I mean, you, we, we've been told all our lives we are Americans, and I absolutely are. We we are Americans. However, that doesn't mean that we are beholden to the criminals in Washington D.C. that are over there killing people, uh, you know, stealing people's money, doing all the stuff that criminals do. And in this case, under the mantle of uh, you know the 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 stars and stripes with the eagle flying over their head. Right. So uh, I just don't understand uh, and, and why anybody would want this organization to be around. Clearly, it's not protecting you. I think that should be pretty clear at this point. They're stealing from you. They're taking from you. They're spending it on things you disagree with. I mean, look at all the conflict that is created by this organization between people. It sets it sets uh, people into groups. It encourages them to think uh, as though they're separate from everybody else, that uh, we're part of this group, you're part of that group, and we're going to try to control you because right. we don't like the way you, you want to live. The first thing you create when you create an us is a them. Yeah, and so they sick each other against one another for control over this violent organization. Then once they get control, they increase the power of the state. They increase the uh, the influence that it have uh, has over our lives. The amount of money that it uh, that it steals from us. The the destruction that it uh, that it causes. And everybody just keeps arguing over who should be in control of it. Nobody's really talking about what needs to happen, and that is it needs to go the heck away. What's the benefit of having this organization? Nothing whatsoever. It's a criminal agency from top to bottom. And there's no benefit to peaceful people like ourselves for having it around. It just is a parasite. It exists to suck off the wealth of the productive people in this country and to uh, to benefit itself. Maybe there are some people that get helped by it here and there, but the amount of destruction and the amount of uh, coercion, uh, co- yeah, coercion that it invo- that uh, it, it uses over people's lives is unacceptable. And so the only solution is to not tear it down. It'll destroy itself. You don't have to worry about them. Now, they've almost uh, bent themselves into insolvency, from yeah. what I can tell. So there's no, there's no action on your part that is necessary beyond not going along with it anymore. If people just decided for themselves that they didn't need the federal government anymore and they didn't want the federal government, they don't want their services and they don't want to participate, then uh, they wouldn't have the power that they have. You mean stop paying their taxes? Stop, pa- stop paying taxes. Stop going along with it. We talked, we talked to a guy the other night on the show about the census, about not cooperating with the census. And you can see the videos of me not cooperating with the census if you look for uh, Say No to the Census on YouTube. A couple of different videos there. But the guy that called the other night was so scared of the federal government that he was afraid to just not even cooperate with the census. He said if they sent him a $100 fine, he'd pay it. Why? It's that attitude of, well, just, oh, they're scary. They might hurt me. Well, yeah, they are scary, and yes, they might hurt you, but as long as everybody just keeps going along to get along because they're so afraid of what might happen, look what is happening. While everybody is going along to get along and keeping their head in the sand and keeping their head down from below the, you know, the, 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 uh, the waves, if you will, look what's happening. The government's getting bigger and bigger and stronger and more, uh, more intrusive and more oppressive over Every time. single day. And it doesn't matter whether there's a Republican or a Democrat in office. It doesn't. So, so that's the road they're going down. And as long as you have the attitude of, well, maybe we'll just elect some Republicans and that'll change it. It's not going to change it. I don't care what they say to you.
800-259-9231. Let's continue, though, with your calls and talk to, I think we have Michael listening in Tampa to WFLA. Hello, Michael. Hey, what's going on, bro? Hey, Michael, what's on your mind hey, today? Let me tell you something. The, there's only two, two things that the federal government's there basically established, and the two are uh, interstate commerce, keep the states together, solve differences in between them, and have a standing Navy. States' rights is the way to go. Then he put most Nixon screwed everything up when he had share income between the states when he was, uh, uh, you know, uh, joint revenue. That was the worst thing. Well, didn't, be able to, didn't Lincoln screw it up when he told him that we're going to kill you if you don't uh, stick with us? Hey, you know, let me tell you something. And this <laughs> is, this, I mean, everything comes in cycles. There will be another revolution. There will be another civil war in this country. I hope it, not. No, oh, thank you. No, no, no. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants it. Who the hell wants who, that? Who do you but, believe will be fighting in that civil war? Well, let me tell you right now, it, it all depends. It's going to be differences. You know, you, you probably have some people that are pro. Believe me, even states are going to be split up. But what will they be split over? You're going to dividing lines. But, you know, it's, it's either going to be the people against the government or it's going to be different ideas against each other, which always turns into a damn civil war. You know, it doesn't I mean, have to. If, if, people, right. it doesn't. if people decided that they weren't going to cooperate instead of – because it's easy to go to, uh, you know, step number 10 or whatever uh, revolution is. It's easy to get there. But it's all those steps in between that people aren't willing to take. They seem to be willing to pick up a gun and, you know, when that moment in time comes – I don't know that anyone's ever going to tell us when that moment of time uh, comes because it seems like many people have had their water loose and the, and the government just runs right over them. But, um, you know, they they could do all kinds of things to be non-cooperative, and they're not, and not doing them. Yeah, they just people bit. want to jump right to violence uh, as opposed to trying the non-cooperation route, which I think is incredibly you know, powerful. And I think we've done – I think we did a damn good job ever since the last Civil War of maintaining our, 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 you know, our, our, you know, our ability to function as a country. What does that I think mean? we've done a hell of a job. No, I'm just saying, you know, we resolved a lot of issues and stuff. We've we gone back and forth on them. Well, we pretty much maintain, but... I, I still don't know what you no, mean but, by that. I'm sorry. Can you explain a little better? Who's no, I'm talking we about the result, the, I'm talking about the results of, like, the Civil War, or the, the First Revolution, to the Civil War, you know, building as a country, you know, growing as we are. But the thing is, to the, to the degree, when the federal government gets way too big, and it, and it has already, and it'll get even bigger, the thing is, it has taken away a lot of rights from states. States are so dependent yeah. on the government to get their freaking money back because they have, uh, you know, uh, hurricanes did in Florida here, or tornadoes mm-hmm. or disasters out in Oklahoma, whatever the case may be, whatever it is. Thing I, is share, share revenue between states should never freaking happen. Second of all, the states should have more power. They need, be, they need, they need to dictate Why more do you doing. need the federal government, though? I mean, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned state interstate commerce. I yeah, mean, that's, come on. and that's the most overused of their powers. It's a pretty... Oh, let me tell you something. They have, they, have passed so many, they have passed so much stuff through interstate commerce that don't belong there. And they, they have funnel money through interstate right. commerce. Right. So why even? Why do you even need that? Why not just have uh, fifty states? And I'm not not that I'm in favor of that. I'm a voluntarist. I don't think there should be uh, this, this even concept. Well, you, the states. federal government is for deciding factor between the, the states to help to help settle differences between the states. Who settles the differences between U.S. the U.S. and Canada? Well, that goes on a federal, but that's not state between states. Well, I, what I'm saying is, get rid of the federal that's, government, that's and then you're that's only that's just going to have outside, little countries. That's outside. That's outside. Uh, that's as a whole. I mean, that, that, that has nothing to do with... That but you're still talking about vi- agencies of coercive force interacting with one another. I mean, the federal government and the Canadian federal government have managed to uh, make their ro- roads meet up at the borders. I mean, so so clearly right. there's some level of cooperation going on there. I don't think that you need to have a centralized 
command and control bureaucracy to oversee 50 other centralized command and control bureaucracies. I'm against the uh, the idea of, again, a coercive state in the first place, but I'd rather see 50 of them uh, competing to some extent than having this one monolithic uh, one in charge of all of them. And I thank you for the call. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. We get a chance... Big breakthrough this week in science. Artificial life. Has it been created? And what does that mean for the future? This is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves. Dial in via the toll-free number 800-259-9231. Bring up anything you want. That's why we call the show Free Talk Live. Tonight it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. You know, if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can become a Free Talk Live amplifier at amp.freetalklive.com. And apparently last night, Mark, I said on uh, we did an extended edition of the show for our internet listeners last night, which you can download at freetalklive.com. But last night I mentioned that the amp system was going to be changing, that I thought it was coming soon. (laughs) Turns out they'd already flipped the switch and I hadn't been given a heads up on it. So uh, this must be what it's like to work in a bureaucracy. (laughs) <laughs> like where one thing, one hand doesn't know what the other hand is doing. Uh, so, yeah, apparently the new AMP system is up. Uh, it probably is going to have a few bugs we're going to have to work out, so do bear with us. But the new Free Talk Live AMP system, AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. It's a way for you to get behind this show. You know that we give you all the features on the website for free, but fact is it still costs money to put that website online. It costs money for us to reach out to new radio stations, bring them on board with the show. Uh, like we got uh, Myrtle Beach on now, uh, WRNN, they're on board with us uh, as, of, uh, as of tonight. So this stuff costs money, and our listeners have gotten behind this program to the tune of a few thousand bucks a month coming in from hundreds of listeners. So hundreds of people are giving $3 a month to Free Talk Live. They get perks in return, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only podcast, and more. Go and get all the details and get signed up with our brand-new system over at amp.freetalklive.com. Speaking of things that cost money, knobs and poles for your kitchen and bathroom, they cost money, and they often cost a lot of money. You can go to the specialty stores, to the the big box stores, and and get your knobs and pulls, and they have a great selection there. But their selection isn't as good as interknobs.com. That's I-N-T-E-R-K-N-O-B-S.com, and their prices are nowhere near as good as interknobs.com. Go to the specialty stores, go to the big box stores, but when you're spending your money for knobs and pulls, maybe you've got that tax return back, you can you can save money by getting them wholesale interknobs.com plus use code FTL that's FTL is in free talk live to save an additional 11% off and if you're not as picky about what they look like they've got a closeout section there 50 to 80% off for knobs and pulls you can use the code FTL there too interknobs.com you bring up what you want we go to your phone calls about anything robert listening to wgmd in delaware you're on free talk live hello robert hi i i, I like to talk about uh, lowering Social Security to get the people back to work. You know, so many people on unemployment. Instead of raising Social Security, why don't they lower it? And, and when you say lower and raise, out. what are you referring to? Uh, raising the age limit. Ah, the age limit. You know, they raised it up to sixty-seven for some people. Mm-hmm. And I've been working. I've been working forty years. I'm fifty-eight years old. 
I'm tired. I bet. <laughs> and I want to get out. And you man, don't think Social Security is going to keep you, um, you know, make uh, keep your lifestyle going, do you? No, but it, it, it would. Uh, sure, you know, it, it would. With my pension and Social Security, yeah, it would, it would keep my lifestyle going pretty. I much. don't think that it's going to last your life. Uh, I hope it does. I'm, only, I'm 58. I don't, you know. How many years do I got left? They're, they're going to have to rob Peter to pay Paul when it comes to Social Security. Because Isn't it like fifty trillion dollars or something like that that uh, that they they've promised? There's to a pay? lot more. There's a lot more people over the age of fifty than there are under or something like that. It's 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 really the numbers, the numbers are getting very work. screwed up. Right, and the system itself is a Ponzi scheme. I mean, the, the the Social Security is basically a scam because you know how it works, right, Robert? They don't actually yeah. hold the money for you. I know they're spending it now, but I mean they're giving the stimulus money away. That's money they're just giving away for people that you know. Sure, but that's going to the banks and their buddies. Uh, yeah, you know. you've got to support the rich people, Robert. You don't want the rich people not to have their jobs and uh, making lots of money, do you? No, no I guess not. <laughs> I, I don't blame I don't blame you for saying what you're saying. You're you're seeing the federal government. And you're frustrated with what they're doing. They're raising the age of Social Security or increasing the amount. Sure, that, when uh, you they were take. paying in, you were told, "Hey, it's going to be at 65 or whatever age it was going to be at." But this just goes to show how the government operates. They don't have to honor what they say. In fact, when the Social Security cards first came out, maybe maybe they were like this when you got yours. Uh, it actually said on it that it was not to be used. The number was not to be used for identification purposes. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, now that's the only, the only number they take. Yeah, yeah that's your name. <laughs> right. So just another example of how they say one thing and then they do another. A government program is created with one intention and it ends up doing a whole bunch of things beyond its original intentions. And, and of course, with the Social Security, because it's government, they can't manage anything correctly. They don't have the incentives to get things right. They don't care because they can just change the rules on you. So <laughs> there's no contract. You can't hold them to it. What are you going to do? Take them to court in their own court? and try to challenge him. Hey, you said I'd get Social Security at age 65. This is BS, man. Oh, well, you don't have any standing. Get out of my courtroom. Uh, they, they, the government will back itself up every single time, and they will change the rules on you, and there's not a damn thing that you can do about it. And they sure as hell aren't going to lower the age for Social Security no. because because it's it's it, insolvent, I think might be the, the right word. They, they, they can't afford it, so the only way they can keep the scam going because it is a scam. They essentially steal money from young people and, and give it to uh, older generations. They, the only way they can keep that scam going is by either, like you said, increasing the age of retirement or increasing the amount of money that they're taking from people or decreasing the amount of money that they're going to pay out. It's unlikely they're going to decrease the amount of money they're going to pay out because, well, the money's going to be worthless anyway as they, uh, they continue to inflate the currency. Print more uh, of it. Right, print more money. And so they could easily increase the age, and there'd be nothing that nothing would happen to them as a result. It would just be a bunch of belly aching from people all around the country. They'd belly ache about it for a while. Oh darn federal government! I'm going to elect some Republicans or Democrats next time, and they'll fix it. Uh, of course, that won't do anything. Or they'll increase the amount they're taking, which is an easy way to really jack people. I think that's probably one of the more likely. They'll probably do both. They'll probably increase the amount they're taking and increase the uh, the retirement yeah. age as well. So I don't I don't think there's any good news for Social Security coming for you anytime soon. I just wish, you know, I'm just trying to say, uh, you know, it would save the, get people back to work, more people, young people back in the work, and let the older people get out, you know, and get the, to get the economy back and let more people work and still receiving money that the people earned, you know.
Well, it's, life, it's a good idea. Giving it, it away free. You it know? may be a very good idea to uh, to do the right thing, but the government's not there to do the right thing. The government is there as an organization that owns your labor, and if you stop working, then they lose out on an asset, and they don't want to lose out on an asset because they yeah, own you. Another person will be working. Another. You know the best thing plate. they could you know, the best thing that could happen to social security would be it completely uh, to be dissolved for the federal government to disappear and for every working person in this country to have 15% of their paychecks back not to because, mention but you're going to have to compensate the people that had the exp- that paid into social security over time even if you but mark even if you didn't do that if tomorrow you could press a button and make the federal government disappear and all the social security checks uh, stop I understand that would be people would perceive that as being bad, but on the other hand, every working person would have fifteen percent of their paychecks back. They could send that money to mom and dad or grandma and grandpa. They could send it directly to them instead instead of sending it to the federal government, having the bureaucrats lob seventy or eighty percent off the top of it and then distribute it back in the way they think is best. It would the money that people would have in their paychecks again would be able to be used to uh, to benefit mutual aid societies and charities and organizations that would take care of the people that would have been cut off from their social security checks. It would not be the end of the world. It might be a rough patch, uh, but giving those people their money back would be the best way to get it spent uh, appropriately. Thank you for the call tonight, Robert. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231 because it is 15% that you pay into social security. You look at your, your pay stub, you only see 7%. Well, it's because you're uh, 7.5%. It's because the company you work for, before the money even hits your check, they jack 7.5% and they send it to the federal government. So yeah, it's the actually company, 15%. Right, they, they, they charge your boss, too. So it's 15%. And you're right about that. Now, I stopped paying Social Security years ago. Me nobody, too. Nobody has to pay Social Security. It's just a, it's just a trick. And, um, only Good luck the, getting the accounts uh, payable part or yeah. your accounting department. You can forget, getting, if you work for a company, to get them to stop doing uh, yeah. taking it out of your paycheck. But if you're an individual, uh, you know, you own your own business you don't have to pay social security there's no penalty nobody's ever gone to prison for not paying social security taxes fica or whatever that that stuff is but um you're gonna have to compensate people who are above a certain age the people that are like 50 55 or whatever they're looking at their social security and they're saying you're gonna get rid of this government program that i've paid my whole life to well i i understand that they're concerned i think somebody in their mid-30s should just say sayonara to the social security administration but yep. if somebody's 50 or 55 somewhere in there they they deserve a certain amount of a, a they may they may deserve it mark but that doesn't mean they'll get it when no. the federal government the crashes federal, and burns if they cut another social security the federal check, government has a great deal of land out there and it could if it wanted to sell some of that land to to, to real no, tax paying americans happen. tax paying americans and then um they would be able to get the the revenue from that land pay off another the brilliant plan mark but yep. uh, not very likely, right? I, I, I wouldn't argue with you on that. All right, let's continue here. 800-259-9231. Lee is in Tampa listening to WFLA. Lee, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Mark and Ian. How are you guys doing? This little, little Mark. No, you said Mark and Ian. <laughs> I, I thought you said, Mark. hi, little Mark and Ian. No, no, hi, Mark okay. and Ian. What's on your mind? Uh, I just want to say that our government has totally taken the whole concept of government as a whole. You know, of course, we need... I do believe in having a federal government nowhere near the size, maybe a tenth of the size, no, ten percent of the size that it currently is. I'm for that, but I don't think we're going to get that either. Explain (laughs) to me why, here in a moment, if you don't mind, hang through the news. Hour number three is coming up. You can bring up what you want. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. 
Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet and get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com. Free Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of this, the live Saturday edition of the program. You are invited, as always, to take control of the airwaves and bring up anything at all. 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Phone lines are loaded up. People want to talk about various different things. You can, again, take control. 800-259-9231 and uh, join us also online at freetalklive.com, where we give you the features for free. Those other talk show hosts want to charge you for accessing their websites. Ours is free, so enjoy. Freetalklive.com. Actually, the main feature of the site actually allows you to influence the stuff that you'll hear talked about on this radio program by submitting show prep suggestions to the show. And then they appear on the website. You can put whatever you want in there, a news article from somewhere on the web or a YouTube video or something. Blog Uh, post. Yeah, blog post. uh, Your blog post if you want. And then other listeners will vote on how they feel about it. Do they like it? Do they dislike it? Uh, The aggregate of likes and dislikes. Uh, the most popular stories will be promoted to the front page of the website. It's constantly updated daily with, with new stuff, thanks to listeners like you. If it wasn't for listeners like you, nothing would be on our site. So it's all because of our uh, our listeners. At freetalklive.com, we continue taking your phone calls. I think Lee is still with us in Tampa. Lee, you'd said that you thought that uh, the government was way too big. You figured that it should be uh, about 10% of the size it is today. The federal government. The federal government. And you said that you still think that there's some reason to have it. I'm just wondering, what is what is that reason? Um, mostly for our own protection, I would say maybe even 20%. How is it uh, that an organization that is inherently uh, violent uh, is in, in any way protecting you? I'm saying government employees such as uh, government employees such as the military per se. Or, but or, I don't want to. But wait a minute. Like, I want to be protected from violence. Isn't that isn't that a reasonable thing to want? I don't want people you using violence. You protect yourself from violence, uh, um, which I fully believe in the Second Amendment. I believe in all of them. But wait a minute. Uh, I can't use the Second right. Amendment on the government people when they come to try to steal things from me violently. They're going to try to take my money from me. Uh, in order to support whatever it is they're going to do with their military uh, or their roads? I believe, or... I believe all income tax should be abolished, period. Uh, How do you fund the military, the income... then? From the military? You, yeah. a, you don't think we have other sources of money besides the income tax? Sure, income they just turn on was... printing presses when they want money. So how do you, how would exactly. you, what would you propose? Our money is valueless. I mean, it's not based on anything besides the government saying it's worth this. You know, okay, but our money time, isn't worth anything. There was a time in know? my life when I was of this the sort that that you are. You know, the time when I believed that uh, government bureaucrats were you know lazy, shiftless, uh, and and sometimes evil, unless you put a gun in their hand, in which case they were elevated to the the status of of ne- 
near gods, uh, dim- demigods even, uh, gods among men. And, you know, I've come what I came to the conclusion after, uh, you know, studying essentially the wars that we have participated in in the last, especially in I the mean, last seven decades, uh, this, this country. Well, they're wars. I mean, when when it takes twelve the years, more recent ones are more more skirmishes. I mean, there's there seven years skirmishes with the Vietnam, Korean, but I don't think we've had a real name. war in in since maybe Vietnam. Okay, well, People Vietnam die. was just, we were just as involved in Vietnam as we were in Iraq. Bombs There's, explode, guns are fired, people right. die. You're that's just war. as, right. your body's just as mangled if it was just one, if it was just a one little excursion into Laos as it was if you were in the middle of, uh, you know, the, the Battle of the Bulge in, in World War II. You can, uh, you know, belittle them a, as you wish. But what I've found is, I it's believe. Not it's not belittling, but go I'm ahead. Just saying, um, I'm, what I found is that. Essentially, many of these wars were pointless. That they were uh, that they were there to fund the military-industrial complex. This is what General Smedley Butler, two-time Medal of Honor winner um, from the, the the Marines, he said that all he was was essentially a paid hitman for the man in Washington D.C. And you know, this is what you find out once you've got, and and uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower, who was also a general, he said, well. You know, you got to watch out for this military-industrial complex because they'll start conflicts just to start conflicts. If you make things that go kablooey, Vietnam, Iraq, those are all for for the military-industrial yeah. complex. Yeah, they were. So, what do you need a military exactly. for? Is what my question is. What do you what do you need this gigantic military that's in 131 nations around? Okay, more? maybe not the federal government's in. I would say the the state government because we have to have a, a standing national guard, right? So well, how about I'm not against go off, we send them for off. For what? What do you need us? the National Guard for? You, you have to have somebody to protect our borders. And how about you just have yourself a militia? How about if you want to have a, a gang of people with guns, why not just put one together on a voluntary basis? Why do you have to like fund militia, it with coercion? As we, as we did in the past, militia. All right, there we go. We're on the same page. Thanks for the call, Lee. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Milit- militias are voluntary, and right. they're funded voluntarily. That's uh, what I, it's fine with me. If you want to get together with your buddies and run military uh, pr- practices in the woods and shoot stuff and be ready for the day when you might need to defend the, the state or something like that, I'm fine with it. Just don't force me to pay uh, for that activity. And then it's fine. No problem, man. Do whatever you want. 800-259-9231. It's just when the government comes into the picture, then everybody is forced to pay for things they may not necessarily believe in or, or want to pay for. And the, the irony, of course, is the, the idea that in order to be protected, you must have people threatening you. Because that's what the government does. In order to fund itself, it has to threaten people to get money from them and cooperation from them in order to perpetuate its continued uh, schemes. And, and I'd like to point out that if you think that we need B-52s and uh, stealth bombers and, and huge battleships and submarines in order to keep us safe, okay, that's fine. I don't dis- necessarily disagree with you. However, governments' uh, monopolies function on an ex- extremely inefficient level because the government is a monopoly it's the only true monopoly that's out there because well it enforces anything that might else otherwise be a monopoly also um, because the government is a monopoly it's extraordinarily inefficient you can have things like b-52s and submarines and things like that and you can have them funded far more efficiently by far fewer people so if you want to get together with your friends yeah in yeah. the marketplace so if you want to get together with with a, with a group of people and and buy these things so that you're protected investors who are concerned who want to create a protection agency or something like that let's continue with your calls 
and go to Sean, listening in Tampa to WFLA. Hello, Sean. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Sean, you're on the air. Hey, how are you guys doing What's tonight? on your mind tonight, Sean? Um, I'm, I'm with you guys, and it, it basically I'm anti-government for a lot. I mean, to me, government should be to defend and to build roads, and that's it. You don't think roads um, can get built without government? <laughs> no, it's. I mean, I know you guys are are way more anti-government than I am. I prefer the term pro freedom. I'm pro freedom. I'm pro peace. Okay, I, that's fine. I mean, I I get it all, but I, I just don't think can I just don't think a society can exist without some sort of government. Did you know that so, uh, roads were all privately built uh, for the most part uh, prior to the uh, the turn of the 20th century? Well, I mean, I know that the, the, the Roman Empire built their own roads, and then they hung people on crosses as people would go into. So, I mean, okay, but, but my question was: Did you know no that matter, they were privately no built is, in this country? That roads well, were privately no, built yeah, what, and privately no, maintained. Okay, then that's fine. But okay. I'm saying is, people can do whatever they want. I, I, to me, I think the biggest problem in this country is the left. The left. The okay. left of this country is wants to completely destroy. American values. Hmm. What's an and American, American value? Values, American values are that you believe in a higher power, whatever well, that why is. Why would that be? Why would that be an American value? Because it's on the dollar. I mean, it's, and God we didn't trust, always. It wasn't always on the yeah, dollar. Yeah, they didn't put that crap on there until they stopped backing the dollar with uh, with gold or silver. I mean, it used to be it used to be the <laughs> trust dollar, in gold, right? Trust in precious metals, and uh, you know when they started lying to you, that's when they put the God part. Yeah, in they there. took the L out. Trust in gold. They took the L out. Trust in God is uh, is now what it says. Actually, it was it wasn't it during the uh, the McCarthyism uh, during the communist? It was the Red about scare? that time. Uh, you know, the, the, that's the, when they the put in the pledge of allegiance. The last thread of metal back currencies went in the next uh, the early seventy or seventy one with Nixon though. So, do you think that it's un-American to not believe in a in a higher power? No, no, no. You guys are. Will you let me talk for a second? What Go right I'm ahead. I'm just is, asking you questions. You picked your, you picked your first no, one no, no, as no, God. No. The people, the people on the left. If if you don't believe that something can happen to you beyond whatever, you start making <laughs> rules and you start making laws for people because you think that you're better than. Right if now, I don't believe, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying. I'm going to hang on to you actually here because I want to make sure I understand where you're coming from because I am confused. I don't even remember what you just said. It was so confusing. So <laughs> I was going to re- recount it, but uh, we'll come back and we'll find out exactly what he means here in a moment. 800-259-9231. More with Sean and your calls as well about what you want. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition of the program. You are invited, as always, to take control of the airwaves at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Bring up anything. 800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. 
the features on the site are free. So enjoy those on us. Uh, one of the many, many features that we have are the Free Talk Live uh, listening options, different ways for you to listen to the program. Of course, our webcam is there. The live streams, which are available around the clock. Also, our listen lines. You can call from any phone that can dial long distance and listen over your phone. Uh, so a lot of different ways to listen whatever time of day or night it is to Free Talk Live. Go to listen.freetalklive.com. Now, Free Talk Live isn't the only liberty-oriented show out there in the world. Uh, the School Sucks podcast is something you might want to know about. Government is a wonderful thing. But you should already know that. Unless you weren't paying attention in the 12 years or for, for me, it was 13 uh, years of government school that the government made you attend, that the government controlled, and that the government forced your parents to pay for by regularly threatening to steal their home. Even people that don't have kids. School Sucks Podcast is a show about the end of government education. You can visit schoolsucksproject.com to learn more. Schoolsucksproject.com. And it's because of the government schools is why we have so many people calling this show saying, well, we need the federal government for X, Y, and Z. Do we? Really? Let's continue here. I think Sean is still with us, listening in uh, Tampa to WFLA. Now, Sean, I was just trying to get my uh, trying to understand what it is you're you're trying to get across. Can you just recap briefly where you're coming from? No, yeah, I mean, I I just I get passionate. I'm just I'm basically trying to say is I think I'm on the same line of thinking you guys are, but it's by American values I mean it's people who come from wherever they come from. And they want to go and make their own way in life, and they should have the freedom okay. to do that. That sounds agreed. good. Absolutely agreed. That sounds good. You so, mentioned something about the left, though. What about them? I, I think the left. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm a conservative, and I kind of vote Republican. Tend to. I never vote Democrat, but because I think that you know, it's, it's there's a government system out there. I don't necessarily agree with it, but sometimes you have to go with it. But the left creates problems or creates things to where people are dependent on them more than the right. Now, what, now the if right that's a true statement, now look, I'm just trying to hold your feet to the flames here. I'm neither left nor right. I don't like either of, uh, of them. If that's a true statement, then um, why is it that the government keeps getting bigger when the right is in control, too? Uh, I agree with you. I, I, the only thing I would say that I would have to retort back to that is, is you're exactly correct, but to me, it's there, there's a there's a two party system. You either go with it or you don't. I don't know that you can abolish it at this point in time. And you would go with the with the the people that more agree with what you agree with. I I, I understand where you're coming from on that, and I you know I I t- used to believe like that. I figured you know I'm voting Republican because there really isn't anybody else to vote for. But I you said that the left might be the the biggest danger to America. But what if it was in fact the right that was the, the right politicians that were the biggest da- danger to America because the left will explain that they believe that big government uh, will solve problems. The right lies about it, acts like they don't believe government will solve the problem, but they grow the government every time they're in charge. And so, I mean, I'd rather have a dishonest dictator, an honest dictator, than a dishonest dictator, wouldn't you? Um, I don't know. I I don't think so. I. It's not a choice I anybody wants that, to make. No, that, it's yeah, a crappy I mean, system, I mean, yeah. <laughs> right? And let me tell you real quick how things function up here in New Hampshire. This is an unusual system. There are 400 representatives for a state of 1.3 million people. It's the largest legislative body, in the, uh, the third largest legislative body in the English-speaking world. And the lobbyists 
have almost no control over the legislators. Almost none. They're, they're out there, but they have to wear a big orange badge that says lobbyist on it. It's, it's funny. Whereas in Washington, D.C., where there's only, you know, there's 400 representatives, but but they represent significantly more people. There's a there's much more money and power to be had. What you, we if we stuck a stake in the heart of Washington D.C. and finally got rid of that cancer that is uh, eating this country alive, then other state the, the states themselves would run it, and hopefully they'd be able to come up with better systems for running than than the federal government. And there certainly wouldn't be as much money to be had. By the way, just the state of Florida. I was just looking here. 120 so-called representatives for thir- or for oh, 18 yeah. million people so it's, I, listen, I completely agree with you guys i mean i'm on the side of it i just the problem is i think is you have to start somewhere and and, and i know you guys i would say start call, with but, secession and i thank you for the call i well, uh, appreciate hearing from you sean let's continue and talk to ty in tennessee on the amp lines hello ty hey happy saturday guys thank you sir what's on your mind what's on my mind is uh this idea of self-identification with the u.s government and i think a lot of people in this country, confuse their country with their government and think that uh, consider themselves U.S. citizens first. But I think that there is a difference between being an American and being a U.S. citizen. Uh, and I think that that comes back. I think that comes back to uh, a couple of our founding documents. That's the Declaration of Independence versus the Constitution. You know, if, if you, you just look at the way they begin, uh, the Declaration of Independence begins with talking about dissolving restrictive political uh, bans, whereas the beginning of the Constitution says we're going to form a more perfect ban. What they should have said, a more powerful government, because uh, the Constitution was a document intended to solve some very minor problems uh, with the Articles of Confederation. As a matter of fact, when they met to uh, talk about these problems, it, uh, the, the anti-Federalists didn't even believe that there was going to be a new document written. The uh, the a Constitution rat. was jammed down Dr. the Henry throats. Said he smelled a rat. Yep, <laughs> it, as they should have. As a matter of fact, Rhode Island was was uh, was threatened with, uh, uh, with uh, boycotts and um, embargoes if they didn't sign the Constitution. They didn't want to. So acts of war were uh, perpetrated, were, were threatened against uh, one of the states in order to get them to sign this uh, this document in the first place. Yeah, see, uh, a caller earlier mentioned George Mason and talked about the Federalists. Actually, the Federalists were nationalists, yeah. and the Anti-Federalists wanted a real federal government. They wanted to continue the Articles of Confederation, you know, maybe make some modifications. But uh, they did not want to make a strong national government like the quote-unquote Federalists did. Right, those are the Hamiltonians. Uh, Ty, any yeah, final exactly. thoughts for us? Uh, yeah, just, just the idea that being American has nothing to do with borders. It's an attitude. Mm. It's a belief in life, liberty, and property, pursuit of happiness, however you want to put it. So I thank you guys for putting out that consistent message of liberty. Well That's said, Ty. Where being a true American in spirit lies. Thank you, sir. I appreciate Thanks. the call and the thoughts tonight. Let's talk to Trey, listening in Charleston, South Carolina, to WSCFM. Hello, Trey. How you guys doing tonight? Hey, what's on your mind? Oh, not too much. I actually just wanted to call out and support a fellow Free Talk Live listener uh, from the area here. Um, just call him Chip, I guess. Um, he's off to a uh, minimum security prison facility for two years for uh, supposed uh, child porn on his uh, hard drive when the FBI raided him. Ooh, they found yeah. numerous, uh, you know, illegal downloads, movies and crap like that, and didn't prosecute that. But, Interesting. 
Yeah, and uh, so I just want to call out, give my word of support to him, and uh, let him know that if he's listening, that you know we all support him back here. So two years in a minimum time. security prison for having uh, alleged pictures of underage uh, females. Yeah, and they, they, of course, they didn't have to prove it or anything. They walked into the court, said, this is the evidence we have. We have it. You know, your client is guilty. And where's and, the uh, victim? That's what I'd like to know. You know, if he is guilty, he should have had a trial. If he isn't guilty, he should have had a trial. This this plea bargaining bullcrap that they do in this nation is dangerous for our country. More coming up. Thanks. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in via the toll-free number 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. A lot of features are there, and we give them all away, unlike those other talk show hosts that want to charge you for accessing their sites. Ours is free. Now, if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can learn how to promote Free Talk Live by going to promote.freetalklive.com to help get Free Talk Live into more ears around the internet and around uh, the country on radio stations to expose new people to the ideas of freedom. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. A whole bunch of different things that you can do, and most of them are very low cost or absolutely free. That's promote.freetalklive.com. And the Free Talk Live cam at cam.freetalklive.com is brought to you by memorydealers.com. They offer the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, XFPs, GBICs, ZenPaks, and X2s that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off of list price. Go see for yourself at MemoryDealers.com. They've got it all in stock and ready to ship via an overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com. All right, we continue taking your phone calls about whatever you want. If we get a chance, we'll tell you a little bit about a scientific breakthrough uh, that happened that may be somewhat controversial, uh, artificial life. We'll get to that. But first, Danny is on the line calling from Colorado. Danny Ladane, the uh, the producer of the the infamous, if you will, uh, Columbine uh, game. Hi, guys. What's going on? Hey, Danny. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I wanted to give you props, first of all, for criticizing the Arizona immigration law. I know it's not popular for a lot of your listeners, but I think you're doing the right thing. Thanks. We're, we're um, good at that. <laughs> Take, <laughs> taking a position that 90% of Americans are against us on. <laughs> Thanks for great radio. Um, I'm calling tonight because last Saturday night there was a lot of talk about college experiences that people was ha- uh, having, and I wanted to throw in mine sure. because it's a bit contradictory. Um, I mean, the first caveat I would give is that college is not for everyone, and I really don't think it should be considered a rite of passage You know that you just do when you're 18 to 22 years old. Um, I really suggest people go in with a goal, and they're looking to develop a skill set. Mm. No, those are the uh, things me, that we said, yeah. yeah. Let, me, let me tell you guys, though, I'm a bit curious that you say repeatedly that you think uh, don't go unless other people are paying for it, because I, I think that's totally the wrong approach. I think you should consider it as a professional investment that you take seriously for yourself. Well, I think that what I mean is if you, other people are generally only going to pay for it if you're coming straight out of high school, right? Yep. 
that's uh, that's how the scholarships go. That's how generally the trust funds go. Not every time. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. But um, and the people that come straight out of high school are the ones that are least likely to know what it is that they want to do with their lives. And and when they get into college, they'll take whatever major and switch majors four times. If you switch majors four times, there's an excellent chance that you don't know what the heck you're doing there. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I think college really is, is part of a much bigger picture. You know, I don't think it's a, I think it's a false dichotomy to say, yeah, you're just going to go to college. I think it's a good idea to combine college with work study, with a teaching assistant, with a regular day job or an internship, because just going to college and getting a degree is not some magical conferral upon your future employment. You're right about that's, that. That's true. So tell us um, your experience. Well, let me just say that for me, you know, I went... I went to a private undergrad and a private grad school. I just graduated a couple of weeks ago with my master's in fine arts and film production, and um, I have zero debt. I had to take out no loans to be able to do this. That is awesome. Um, but I worked my butt off. You know, it's because I, I was putting in very long weeks, and I was doing uh, fellowships at the school, and they were great at helping me find employment. I think a lot of good universities have programs for grad students in particular, to take the skills they already have and market them in a way to help run the university and be paid to be on campus. So truthfully, I probably got paid more by my school than I did to go to school. You know, at that, that those sound like success stories. And, uh, you know, what we were trying to highlight are so many of the failures that it comes with American higher education. And the only people responsible for the failures, uh, you know, financially are the people that are at the bottom, the ones that are getting taught, fed the the line that you've got to go to school. You're never going to amount to nothing, boy. And, you know, that kind of thing. And I think that that's the that, that's the thing that we're trying to defend against here on Free Talk Live. Yeah, totally. I think it's a very good idea for you to put people to, uh, you know, a bit of sobering up before they decide to just go in and get a four-year degree, and it doesn't matter what it is. Absolutely, know? because all right. they get when they're in high school is a rah-rah squad, is that, oh, yeah, here you go, kids, this is what you have to do if you want to be a success. Here's college night, but look at all these colleges, they sure are exciting. Isn't this great? The college life sure is wonderful, kids, you should do it. Yeah, and it, and if a kid says to um, says to me, you're wrong, I need, I need to go to college to do this, this is what I need for my life, then at least he's taken a stand, and I'd, I'd like to see that happen. Totally. I mean, it's a very expensive way to get babysat and figure out what you want to do with your life. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks Danny, for the thoughts and the call. Thank you, I appreciate it. Uh, 800-259-9231. The producer of Playing Columbine, by yeah. the way, which is a great uh, movie. Producer, director, writer. Uh, yeah, the uh, whole thing. He, uh, he did the movie Playing Columbine. The mo- the only, I think, uh, movie that we've ever actually been in. Yeah, you and I yeah we, were, we were in that one. Yeah, it's nice how I got all the great appearances and, and you just kind of sat there with your silly hat on. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was cold in here. Mm-hmm. Puts us, uh, what, what, two steps to Kevin Bacon or whatever that, that, that game is? I, I don't know. I don't. Six degrees of uh, separation, I think is what you're Is thinking. it Kevin Bacon, though? Kevin Bacon is the most frequently, yeah. Yeah, but we're only two degrees of sepa- separation. Oh, because of uh, because Danny knows somebody who knows somebody? Is no, no, it's not Danny. It's the, it's the lawyer, Jack Thompson. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, he's been in more stuff. All right, toll-free number 800-259-9231. Blake is listening in Tallahassee to WFLA-FM. Blake, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, I just want to get a take on uh, you know, the current situation in our present culture. You know, I feel like if you're an average, everyday working middle-class citizen that pays taxes, you're basically a slave to the system. And, and what, how do we go about changing this, this government that's enshrined in taxes and fees? I mean, if you look at it, say I grow tomatoes and I want to take a, uh, a plant down the interstate and sell it in the next county. Well, man, I've got to have a dozen or half a dozen permits. Mm. 
and pay all these damn state fees to do what is natural, man. I'm talking about growing food. I mean, it's crazy. this is this is you know absurd. You yep. know? And, and it's getting worse. Free mob big, you know, exactly. There's no freedom. It? There's no freedom here unless you're one of the bureaucrats. Then you're pretty much protected and you can do whatever you want. Uh, right, right. But uh, your your ass your assertion uh, you're you're absolutely correct in in what you're saying, and it is getting worse. Mark, they continue to pass more regulations. The Senate just passed another one uh, that uh, that needs really needs to be looked at. It basically makes it illegal for people to grow their own food. But you're looking at I, I wrote my congressman on that. That that infuriates me. It, they're trying to empower the corporations as if they aren't already in power enough. Mm, right. You know? Yeah. So and that's their job. Sickening. That is their job, right? Uh, the, uh, you know, we're we're told their job and. and in Washington D.C. is to serve us. They're they're after all public <laughs> servants, and we are the Old public. Yeah, but it's a big lie. Well, in what fact, kind they're of there to serve the people that pay for their campaign re- yeah. finance and no, all that stuff. It's kind of a weird situation when you have a so-called servant who's telling you what to do, right? Right, um, right. Civil servants, yeah. more like civil commander. Yeah, uh, they're they're your masters. Uh, they are the men with the whips, uh, and this is a big plantation. I mean, really, slavery didn't go away. It if just... you don't like this plantation, boy, you can go to another there's plantation. Another, you don't right. like it. Right. You go to another plantation. You're on America. I did go to another plantation. I went to the plantation of New Hampshire, and you were looking for an answer. You were looking for a suggestion, Blake. So here is our favorite one. Uh, This is this is our panacea, Uh, the Free State Project. Rush Limbaugh is just going to tell you to vote for Republicans. Yeah, that's not going to (laughs) work. Yeah, yeah. You know, the system can't be. I don't feel like the system can be changed within. No, I agree. I agree with you. Certainly not the federal government. I think there's a chance to change the system from within here in New Hampshire, and I will give you an example of that. Uh, we just had, the, just this week, because of liberty activists who've moved here as part of the Free State Project, which we'll tell you a little bit more about here in a moment, uh, because of the liberty activists who've moved here, hundreds of love, liberty-minded people have made the move here to New Hampshire as part of the uh, Free State Project. One of them was elected to uh, the state representative uh, seat a couple of years ago, and she put in a bill to eliminate all of the knife-carrying restrictions in New Hampshire. It is now completely legal in New Hampshire to carry any sort of blade. Uh, that you want to without some sort of government permission slip. If you want to carry a switchblade with you, it's completely legal, as I understand it now, here in New Hampshire. So that is an actual example of the government being rolled back. Uh, so I think within the system in New Hampshire, it's possible to change, and it goes back to the system of 400-plus uh, legislatures for a population of 1.4 million people. Uh, but the real answer is to bring liberty-minded people, people who understand what being free is all about, together to the same place and get them active in various different ways to achieve liberty in our lifetime. Blake, thanks for the call. We'll tell you a little more about the Free State Project coming up here in a moment. Free Talk Live. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. Only moments remain. Maybe enough time for your call uh, if you get in now. Tonight, it's Ian here. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We bring you the features on the site for free because, well, I think that's the way a good talk show website should be. So enjoy all of that stuff, uh, including our Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo or video showing they are listeners of this program. Shrine.freetalklive.com is the place to go. And if you're a lady listener, you can become a part of the Shrine if you'd like. Details are at shrine.freetalklive.com. Now, we had uh, Blake on the line a moment ago. He was looking for... For answers he like me like you mark in the past uh we were frustrated 
Yeah. I mean, we were doing a libertarian talk show, um, and, you know, it's the answers aren't very good when you do a libertarian talk show. The questions are great. You know, the theoretical answers are great, but what do you do about it um, right now? Rush Limbaugh says... Well, vote for Republicans. Yeah, that doesn't work. Ed Schultz says, we'll vote for Democrats. That doesn't work. Yeah, and we know that neither one of those things work. Voting for Libertarians doesn't work either. Right, and voting for Libertarians doesn't work because, I'm, you know, it, they would win if everybody would vote for them, but nobody will vote for them because they don't believe they can win. So you've got this, this circular problem yeah. that's going nowhere and hasn't gone anywhere since 1971. So in 2001, uh, somebody came up with a new idea that uh, really isn't that new, but it's an idea that can actually work now because we've got the Internet. And it is the Free State Project. Uh, The idea is to bring people together who understand what freedom really means, that in order to be free, you have to allow others to be free, that freedom is about being able to live your life how you want, so long as you don't harm other people. People that understand that, bring them to the same place. Because, man, I can tell you, where I was, I was living down in Sarasota, Florida. I'm a Sarasota, uh, Florida native. and. Living down there, there were some people that loved freedom, but they weren't doing very much about it, and they were deluded so much that even what they did do had very little effect, Uh, you know, getting 3% in an election, reaching out to people at public events, but never having anything happen as a result of it. I was frustrated. I was burnt out on the system, and then I came across the idea known as the Free State Project, to bring liberty-minded people together to the same place. The first thing I thought was, wow, that's brilliant. The second thing I thought was, crap, that's cold, because, well, New Hampshire was one of the, actually, all of the potential states at that time. There were 10 states. Yeah, Delaware seemed cold when I was living in Florida. That were vying for uh, the Free State Project selection when they reached 5,000 members. There was a vote. New Hampshire won over overwhelmingly and i voted for new hampshire uh, as my first choice because by that time i'd come to the conclusion that if being free means i have to be cold for some of the months out of the year then i was willing to do that and uh and so i got over my objection turns out cold's not so bad they have heat up here it's not really the uh, the end of the world at, at all in fact i find myself riding uh, i was riding my bicycle the other day in shorts and a t-shirt and it was in the 60s i'd never would have done something like that in florida yeah i'd have been all bundled up have uh, leather coat on and be real toasty warm but uh, here it's just it's just you, you know there's a slight adjustment yeah there's an acclimation and uh, but the best part is being around other people that love freedom and there are hundreds of them that have already made the move here to new hampshire there are over 10,000 people that have pledged to make the move to new hampshire we're looking to make 20,000 so we're not quite there yet but we have hit the 50 percent point uh, so over 10,000 people, you could be the, the next, uh, next 10,000. Go to freestateproject.org to get signed up and learn more about the Porcupine Freedom Festival. You hear us talking a lot about the, the uh, Free State Project and some of the activism that goes on up here, especially if you listen to our weeknight show. We certainly focus on it a little bit more there because there's some really exciting stuff, both happening inside the system and outside the system with things like civil disobedience, uh, creating our own media, and doing other things that don't necessarily involve running for office and things like that. There's a lot going on. Social activities. In fact, uh, Mark, you and I are probably going out to karaoke uh, tonight after uh, after the show. I think I'll sing Purple Rain by Prince. Didn't you do that last week? I, I, nobody, can, nobody can rock Prince like I do. <laughs> So uh, so we get together, we have a lot of social occasions, and it's just an awesome community of amazing people who are so dedicated to freedom, they picked up their lives and they moved across the country. I'm sorry to say, that's what it's going to take. Because 
There's no chance for freedom in Florida and California and Texas and uh, and these other places where the governments are so large and they're getting bigger and there's right. no chance that you can have any any effect. So come to the Porcupine Freedom Festival in the, about a month from now, actually, the 24th through the 27th of June. It is going to be happening in the northern portion of the state, Lancaster, New Hampshire, right next to the White Mountains. Very beautiful location, Rogers Campground. These, these same hundreds of people I'm telling you about, they're going to be there. They're going to be all there. Free Talk Live is going to be there. We're going to be broadcasting live. Uh, and it's going to be an absolute blast. People hanging out, socializing, plenty of activities. Go get the full list of what's happening at porkfest2010.com. P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T. Porkfest2010.com. This is a real movement, and it's really happening, and it is really exciting. I'm so glad we made the move here, Mark. It's been the best, I think probably one of the best decisions I've made in my whole life. So we continue here with your phone calls about what you want. Michael, listening to Kiva in Albuquerque. Michael, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, hello, guys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, you said you would, you'd rather throw off the Constitution? I'd, I'd rather uh, throw off the Constitution? Is that what you're saying? I, well, I think, that, I, I think I'd like to quote Lysander Spooner here. The Constitution is either powerless to prevent the growth of government that we have seen, or it has condoned it. Um, well, I think it, the Constitution promotes free. Um, it restrains government. Uh, I mean, if we didn't have a constitution, we'd have 50 separate states. So What'd be wrong with have, that? And how would uh, have, having 50 separate states not restrain government? Well, we would... Um, Does this government look, have, look restrained to you? Well, we're not... Uh, they're not following the constitution. Uh, oh, but you said the constitution restrains them, though. I mean, like, yeah, it, like it's like a linebacker to. out there pushing off the government. It doesn't hold because the Constitution wouldn't, wouldn't uh, violate it. the rules like, uh, you know, maybe they do in the NFL when they get in real close and grab them. But um, the Constitution just re- – it's, it's out there repelling them pol- politicians that every day are encroaching. And no, it's not. Well, the con- if we, it, it uh, promotes uh, domestic tranquility, it says. Uh, it secures the blessings of liberty. I mean, uh, it says it can say a lot of things. You know, I used to be like, uh, I used to be where you are, Michael. I used to be the, you know, one of the constitutional guys. I had a book about the Constitution uh, by Michael Badnarik, who, by the way, is going to be giving a Constitution class at the uh, Porcupine Freedom Festival for all of those people who still find value in the document. I think um, it's a neat class. Well, but. I, I, but I, I mean, it's it's, an, it's it's a magnificent document if you understand it. I mean, well, it, it all depends on your if perspective. If you understood the document, you would understand that your opinion of the document doesn't matter. Your opinion of the document doesn't matter because the only opinions of the do- document are the people that run the Supreme Court. It, there are nine people whose opinions about the Constitution matter, and the rest of us are their servants. It may have been created with some of the best of intentions, but as the old saying goes, the road to hell is paved with those. And uh, sure, there may be some nice ideas as far as what the Founding Fathers had, but on the, on the other hand, there are also things in there that are not good. I mean, the Constitution advocates that they can tax people. That's stealing. Uh, the Constitution says that, uh, that black people are, what, three-fifths of a man. Black men are three-fifths of a man. Don't even talk about uh, women. And uh, so, you know, there's some real problems there. It bans no bills of attainder. You know, uh, they can, without the Constitution, they can execute you. The, like the United Nations could execute a person without... They could detain you. They have uh, military each, tribunals each of the states now. have their own constitutions now. It, it, it bans bills of attainder there. That, 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 if we get the constitution out of the way, they can 
execute Michael execute they can execute of- you now they they take people and they hold <laughs> them in military uh prisons for they're having military tribunals i mean they they, they don't Barack care Obama su- suspended habeas corpus and authorized uh, assassination suspended habeas corpus you know in that instance too but Barack Obama uh, 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 allowed an assassination against an american citizen why didn't the constitution stop him because it can't. Uh, we, the, the, it has no because, teeth. Because, it was a crappy document to begin with. No, it's not because we the people let no, it happen. Not, no, I not. didn't do it. No, we the people nothing. I I have stood for this the whole time. And now what I've realized is, oh, my goodness, my avocation of this, of this piece of paper gives these men in Washington further power by saying the Constitution is valid when it's not. Um, How and, could it be valid? It right, was signed it by men those who guys are dead. Power. They're dead now, and I didn't sign it. I thank you for the call, and I appreciate it. I understand where you're coming from. Uh, but I've been there. Yeah. Let's go to Mark listening to WFLA in uh, or WFTL rather in Miami. Mark, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, I want to know why the government can go out there and panhandle. And I see a girl getting arrested on the street for panhandling yesterday. And uh, they, they can panhandle. Well, they don't panhandle. They just uh, threaten force. I mean, panhandlers don't typically uh, force money to, from people, but the government actually threatens you with violence if you don't give them your money. So it's a little different. Yeah, no, they can they can get all these dinners and they can ask for all this money that the, when I throw a dinner. And if you see a little girl on the oh, I see uh, on on the corner of the street and she's trying to just make a, enough to get something to eat because I I know the little girl. She's she's an older woman, and I've seen her getting arrested with handcuffs on. It's a shame. Thank you for the call tonight. We are out of time, and I understand where you're coming from. It has been Ian with you. And Mark. We will return on Monday night. However, we've got a brand new Sunday show we're launching with our co-hosts. So the guys you hear on the show during the weekdays, they're going to have their own show now, internet only, on Sunday night, same time, 7 to 10. Listen to them tomorrow starting at 7 p.m. Eastern at freetalklive.com. Have a great weekend. How long can you hold your breath? (sighs) Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. 